With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rob and Akiva need a podcast, and they need your help, and you make it onto the wheel. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, they'll buy or sell your ideas. They'll talk about it till you've gotten your fill every weekend. Better attend. You can guess what will be coming up next. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. Yes. Happy Life Day, everybody. The Robin Akiva holiday special is here by popular demand. You voted People's Choice, and it was a runaway smash hit that you wanted to hear. Robin Akiva talk about the Star Wars holiday special and now here's the man who's chuffed to bits to talk about star wars here today it's not nerdy here he is <laughs> mr kiba winnaker yeah nothing nerdy going on today um i am i'm very excited for several reasons rob first of all yes. you know we've talked about this for a while this is the renatbots idea i was trying to it, my kids were asking why i was watching what they call the terrible movie about gorillas because um, <laughs> they're not familiar with Star Wars yep, at all. Yep. And I, I tried to, and like, instead of just saying like, well, I have to watch it for the podcast, I tried explaining, well, there's this robot that basically tweets out things about my podcast. Like this week he said, Rob and Akiva are blankets and we like rank all the blankets or something like that. They yep. thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got into explaining, immediately regretting even explaining to this child to a child, like why we're watching this this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I am fired up. You know, almost two thousand people voted, and over half of them uh, voted in our poll to see this. I think the Liana Lunatics—that's the name for a fan mm-hmm. fan base—really stuffed the ballot box. Not and the Lee Animals. The li- ooh, Lee Animals is much better. <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah. Um, and I think um, yeah, I maybe picked the wrong thing to go against it, but really, it was it was just to you know give it a give it a, a tough competition and see if it come out. Of course, I wanted to talk about the Star Wars movie this week. <laughs> Everyone knows that. And now I'm excited we did because it's one of the finest films ever made, even All though right. it's a TV special. Right. Here is the woman that was promised uh, to be here to deliver her signature catchphrase at some point. Of course, you know her from many Rahapops, uh, RuPaul's uh, Drag Race, the B&B, and many Mass Singer, many others. Here she is. The great Liana Boris. Liana, how are you? Doing well, Rob. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, this idea, not only did it beat out in the People's Choice, the two other options, it beat smash hits like Shrek the Musical. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe it's Chester's charts <laughs> to be here to win the bracket. So, I mean, really, yeah. this this idea has been through the ringer. And I, I'm, I'm so, so happy to talk about it today. And so we're recording this on video here today. You can watch this on the Robert's Podcast YouTube channel if uh, you want to see i think there will be some visual things that we will talk about but I, i'm liana you reminded me of something i forgot to talk about on last week's podcast uh if i may because i had i told a story a couple of weeks ago 
about how I, I made it. I made a trip to the uh, the post office to go and uh, pick some something up as uh, we uh, bring uh, Uncle Kiwi back into the stream. So I I had to. I got a a call from the post office that they were very upset. I had too many packages piled up. And I went there to uh, a a bittersweet surprise of a lifetime supply of Laffy Taffy. So I recently had a uh, my my stuff uh, picked up uh, from the post office. Uh, Derek, uh, who, you know, uh, works here at Rob's podcast, and he went to go pick up, you know, the stuff that had been piling up. And he came back with a big box and it was a Walmart box. And I said, okay, okay, well, maybe this is Nicole's Secret Santa gift. What what could have shown up at the post office for me? And I opened it up. And I have to say, I was not chuffed to bits when I, when I uh, received something that I have to feel was Renap inspired. And so I have been sent here. I'm holding this up on the, on the video. A, a, this is some sort of a Shrek cookie jar, which not only. Oh, Shrek, did you do that? Man, you gotta warn somebody before you just crack one off. My mouth was open and everything. Believe me, donkey, if it was me, you'd be dead. Okay. I think it, it says the same thing every time. Yes. Uh, you wanna hold her? Yes. Please. Uh, yeah. Then you got to, got to try a little tenderness. There was no note, (laughs) no return address, other than that this was from some sort of a store, some sort of a gift shop, novelty shop, Mm -hmm. antiques type store, that this was uh, sent to me from someone. Gotta be shut up, Anonymously. Shrek Shrek, uh, Stan. There's only one man who would dare give me the Shrek and donkey that has to be shut up Tim no is the, I, I, the speaker on his forehead the speaker is, is coming out the arm his... uh, this is a, it's a, it's a lift uh, <laughs> oh so that you can find the cookies yeah. inside yeah, Wait, what okay. is this for people on a diet where it's like oh I think I'm gonna get a cookie let me just like uh, alert the whole house I like you <laughs> Like, hey, is somebody getting a cookie? <laughs> yeah, it is terrible. That, that is bad for diets. Also, uh, you open up a cookie jar and it starts doing a bit about farting immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not good. So loud. I don't even, it's like uh, it's blaring in my face. I don't even know what it's talking about. I, I mean, that's the inspiration for Shrek the Musical. Get that on over to Jason Curtis Rivera. I start whipping something up for you. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, thanks for whoever sent that to me. <laughs> whomever that person may be please don't make this a thing of start sending me junk that i said uh, with uh when we talked with dr amanda rabinowitz that my dream is that somebody (laughs) breaks into my house and takes all the stuff except this what if they stole everything but the treasure jar (laughs) i don't want they left you with any more junk please please i love I like the idea that you paid someone to go to the post office to pick that up also. Mm-hmm. Like something you desperately yeah. do not want. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we're, did, did we get any letters? People said that they were going to send you know in what? letters. There is one. There, there, there is one uh, and maybe maybe when we break for the mailbag, uh, remi- okay. remind me. I think I can go and, uh, and, bring, and bring it in. I, we do have 
we did have a a letter, a written submission for the mailbag. Uh, I also like to think that the post office knew what was in the package, which is also part of the reason why they told you to come get all mm-hmm. your packages. Like we have this creepy Shrek thing that won't stop <laughs> making noise. Please come get this. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Star Wars holiday special. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to uh, get into that. Of course, uh, Akiva. Yeah. Last time out on uh, Robin Akiva Need a Podcast, uh, another another winner, right? With Chappelle talking about family yeah. matters. People really like that. Uh, they liked how into it we were. Um, you, you, know, were very, you were very on fire with uh, talking yeah. about Urkel. It's really why I wanted to put uh, shows like Family Matter in the Fishbowl. And maybe we should have shows that one of us are particularly passionate about. Like maybe that's a good route to go going forward. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if one of us has extra level knowledge on it, maybe it yield something but but yeah Chappelle's obviously always a home run and and that that was fun yeah um can, can i say this is a first also rob we are doing a podcast with someone wearing a renap shirt yes okay well right. liana is the queen of yes. uh renap merchandise she has right. a hat she might have the only two pieces yes <laughs> uh, she's wearing the new uh a few uh ping pong balls uh short of a fishbowl the Corey mm-hmm. b catchphrase which was turned into yes. a design by the great uh live h uh, a few other Renap items are at uh, robiswebsite.com uh, slash shop, uh, including the uh, Renap Seinfeld logo, uh, the uh, wheel, and I don't mm-hmm. know, it's sort of like a Renap adjacent, the brand new Seeds, baby! Yeah. yeah we'll take credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> we helped bring oh. it to the forefront. Uh, the Jordan Kalish original that uh, well, did, we've it, appropriated. It, did, it did originate on, uh, on, on Puya's stream also. But uh, mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. appropriated it. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So uh, we're, we're all we're all borrowing the seeds, baby. Uh, my, mining the genius of Jordan Kalish. Okay, Rob, Rob did not let me put a uh, plenty of money shirt in the store. Also, if people were scoring at home, <laughs> he said, "Who would want that?" Liana, would you wear a plenty of money shirt? Uh, depends on what it looks like. Yeah, depends on yeah, I, uh, what did I shoot? Design. I shot down the concept, or I shot down the design. No, no design. I don't think anybody got to design it. You weren't feeling it. Why? And and we, I don't think we have a forget the mustard. It's karate time design. Yeah, that's yet, right? the next one. That's the next oh, one. That, yeah, that, that one comes first, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I would wear a shirt that said plenty of money. Star Wars holiday special. Okay. A- any uh, th- anything that we want to say to sort of set the stage for uh, what this is? Well, I, can I set the stage? Yeah. What is- um, I, I, I was, um, getting on video before we started because I, I haven't done a video podcast in many months. I think the last one was maybe the infamous game night too. Is that, is that possible? The last time I was on video for this podcast, but you mentioned it. So I went and put on a, a shirt and, uh, and got ready. And then I messaged Liana and I said, uh, Hey, can you tell Rob I'm backstage in the stream yard when I come back? And I see this now. She just wrote, what's in it for me? <laughs> abh always be hustling yeah i had to, I had to venmo or five dollars just to get that message across yeah uh i still like the part of the story where you had to put on a shirt through the podcast yes well i mean i was wearing like my rattiest shirt mm-hmm. um you know why because it's cold in my house so my long sleeve t-shirts i don't think about them 11 months a year when it's not cold yeah and so it was like a stained like a uh, football night in america shirt that i got for free so i'm like i'm not gonna come with a stained shirt um yeah so I well if it's any screen. consolation we are you are in like uh, almost like home improvement wilson mode in that we see like uh like uh only your eyes for a lot of this 
Well, if I talk into the mic, it's not like super on camera. I'll I'll play along as we, you know, I'll, I'll get it fig- figured out by the yeah. end. Nobody's here to look at me. Okay, good. Well, we have the video up because we're going to uh, be cutting to some things. We'll be playing some clips from the Star Wars holiday special, which was uh, submitted to us by the Renap bot. It ended up winning the tournament when uh, Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz uh, came on. Not in the her last appearance, but her previous appearance, which was where we did uh, what Robin Keeping Need a Verdict, I believe, was the podcast. And she mm-hmm. came on for the yes. mailbag. We did all mm-hmm. Renapbot mailbag. And now here it is. Uh, wheel jammed to some degree. Winner of a People's Choice Award. The 1978 CBS special. Uh, the Star Wars holiday special is here that the the movie uh, that has been disavowed by the Star Wars franchise. Mm-hmm. Not part of the canon. Yeah. Um, I, attempt to have been buried, really. Like, you can only find bootleg copies, never been re-released. Yeah. You can watch Disney's it on YouTube. This one. Uh, yes, especially you can, you the can. one that we watch on YouTube is called Star Wars Holiday Special, the 1978 nice copy. <laughs> Gotta get the nice copy in there because they're mm-hmm. lower quality versions. You want to see this in all its glory. <laughs> in all its glory. Now, interestingly, uh, there was a brand new Star Wars holiday special that was released by Disney, which was the Lego the, uh, Star Wars holiday special. Did either of you get a chance to see that one? Um, no yeah uh, i i saved it for all for this <laughs> yes okay uh so the lego star wars holiday special actually uh was uh, i i thought was was pretty cute i watched it with my kids uh my boys have watched it a a, a couple of times uh the definitely i think was a bigger hit with the fans than this one where uh there are still elements of life day incorporated into the disney plus one if you haven't had a chance to look at that one uh that i think is very fun the new lego disney uh star wars holiday special but let's take a deep dive into the 1977 edition of the star wars holiday i'm sorry 1978 edition of the star wars holiday special just to give you some background on this uh star wars uh the biggest movie hit of 1977 uh the empire strikes back would not hit theaters until 1980 a lot of other movie studios are sort of uh coming in riding in on the coattails of star wars getting out sci-fi movies uh george lucas uh feeling like oh we gotta you know keep the the fire hot gotta keep people wanting more star wars agrees to a uh, star wars cbs tv special for the holidays of 1978 uh this would become a two-hour variety special so many advertisers wanted to be a part of this that they ended up going to two hours for this star wars holiday special and it is infamous for just how terrible it is. George Lucas has uh, said famously that if he had the time, he would uh, get a sledgehammer and destroy every single copy of this. George Lucas does not put his name on the Star Wars holiday special because he does not want to be associated with it. Akiva, could you ever imagine that we did a podcast so bad that we would have to take our name off it? That would be funny. Like if one episode was was is it pseudonyms? Are we blaming like Navi and Zach? Like our third and fifth wheels? Like Liana's on a lot. I don't know. Maybe we'll just maybe we'll just throw her under the bus. I don't know. But I yeah. I, it, maybe we should do that. Can you go back in the archives and the final four minutes episode mm-hmm. just be like 
you know, two rogue guests put something together yeah, we'll and don't mention our names. Need a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Final four. <laughs> okay. Liana, had you ever seen this before? Had you heard about it? Uh, so, okay. So I am a big, like, the Skywalker saga yes. fan, especially the OG three movies, as well as the prequels, because the prequels came out when I was in, like, middle school, high school. They were very formative to me, especially Hayden Christensen's bad acting. So huge fan of Star Wars. I ha- always had plans to watch the Star Wars holiday special with friends or family, but it just never came to fruition. And I think the universe knew, Liana, you have to save this experience for one day when you are on Robin and Kiva Nita podcast. Yes. Uh, Liana, that you had told me uh, an anecdote <laughs> recently about some of your Star Wars backstory. Yeah. So, your prequels. you know, Rob, yeah. So Robin asked me, you know, hey, did you just get roped into this because the Renat bot? Are you actually a Star Wars fan? And, you know, huge Star Wars fan. My friends and I, when I was in high school, remade a Star Wars episode four. Like we had watched it and then just taken notes on major plot points and then we went and refilmed it. So I played sure. Luke Skywalker, obviously. And uh and then we went through and essentially just tried to tackle everything that was we thought was important. We left out some major plot points. We made all of the props. So I made a Chewbacca out of a lacrosse stick and one of those um like fake sheepskin things you get from IKEA. Mm-hmm. The for C3PO, I took one of those wooden mannequins, covered him with foil, and then held him close to the camera. So based on perspective, it looked like he yeah. was there. So yeah, total. What total about Darth Vader? Um, Darth Vader was a friend of mine, and we just made this like big black helmet, very similar to Spaceballs, and mm-hmm. went with it that way. It was garbage. It was, was absolutely online. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. Thank goodness. Have you found all the copies and smashed them with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Much like George Lucas when the we Liana Holiday senses, Special disavowed this uh, our recreation of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, that's what what I did also with the scorned that I had to uh, destroy all the copies with a sledgehammer to make sure that they cannot be seen ever again. But here we are, the Star Wars Holiday Special. Akiva, famously, yes. you had never seen a Star Wars movie, uh, felt like that that was uh, not your thing. Mm-hmm. And we did a podcast. It was pretty early on. I feel like it was in the teens of Robin Akiva Nita podcast where I explained the plot of the of three original or the episodes four, five, six, the original trilogy of Star Wars. So I feel like you have a, a working knowledge from that. But I think that everybody's dying to know what was your reception to the Star Wars holiday special? Yeah, I think that is a good point that this is the first piece of Star Wars content I've ever watched. I think that is correct. (laughs) I've never seen more than a minute or two of any of the nine or ten films. Mm -hmm. Um, A few more. I only know know the names of the characters because you did explain them to me on a podcast because I was very confused. The difference between Han Solo and Luke Skywalker. I never realized there was sort of like Two good guys. Um, I still don't really know who's who. I think maybe Luke Skywalker is not in this movie, really. Uh, he does. Sure. He is in the Star Wars a holiday special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or I, I don't know. Um, but Harrison Ford's on solo, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I really have a very, very limited understanding of this movie. That it is very centered around Chewbacca and his family. Yes. Which I don't <laughs> think most of the movies are. So my kids were watching a lot of it with me. We're wondering why, like, you know, who are these gorillas and like, why are they important? And I just couldn't answer any of their questions. Mm. Like, we're going to the least important sort of piece of Star Wars 
uh, culture that you're saying it's not even the canon and like this is my introduction into it. So I know it can only get better. Yeah. Uh, mm. I, it's funny because my daughter was watching the background, the queen of the class, and she said like, are you ever going to watch Star Wars with me like the real one? And I'm like, oh no, am I going to have to actually sit down and watch Star Wars now? But it, my, my family also watched uh, Home Alone 5, the straight to DVD uh, Home Alone from 2014 recently. So th- I might just be able to keep showing them that and avoid watching Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Liana, what was your opinion of watching Star Wars Holiday Special? I, I knew it was bad. I didn't realize it was this Me neither. Bad. Did not it know. Was, it was worse than I could have imagined. It, it I is. I was shocked. <laughs> and, and that's why I loved it. I loved, yeah. I loved oh, yeah. this whole experience. <laughs> and also the other part I loved was knowing that Akiva had to watch this also. Yes. So that, that yes. on top of it really just made for a perfect viewing experience. So Akiva, how did yes. you get through this? Okay, so the first 10 minutes after the brief introduction, there's no talking, right? It's just like, mm-hmm. that's right. The Wookiees, is that, yeah. am I using the preferred yes, nomenclature? That is right. Like mm-hmm. at home doing very boring things. And I thought, like, oh, maybe my copy is missing subtitles because they're speaking in, yeah. I don't know, Klingon or whatever they speak on. In the, <laughs> Wookie, and like, yeah. they're speaking Wookiee. Are there people who can speak Wookiee? Like, is that a language people are familiar um, with? So nobody like, else real... ever dares speak Wookiee, uh, but it seems like that Han Solo mm-hmm. is able to understand Wookiee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in this, Luke was also able to understand some, some Wookiee as well. So. Yeah, it seems like some people speak it, but they can't uh, say it. Or uh, they can understand it. They can't speak it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very annoying sounding. Like they're just screeching, and it's and it's nonsense. Yeah. So that's the first ten minutes of this movie. Yep. So I'm already completely yep. out. You know what I mean? They had to. They like at this point. Like I I figure there's no way I'm gonna understand it. So I have to open up at this point the Wikipedia just to follow along the yep. rest of the movie with like yep. what's happening. And that was very helpful. Yeah. So for people who have not watched this, that it, it is not the pacing and the style of a Star Wars movie that you might be used to, that this is basically if you tried to do a Star Wars theme to a 70s style variety show and that I have to imagine that a lot of the people involved with the production of Star Wars, the holiday special, Liana, were heavily on uh, different drugs. Uh, so first of all, that's a great description, and second of all, I have to believe that as well. I mean, I, I think was it's just even been factually to... stated that many of the people that were involved with this were on various uh, narcotics. I mean, I, was, I think that's the thing is that I was trying to figure out which segments were which. So, like, you know, was the 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 uh, the Jefferson Starship the mushrooms version of this? <laughs> like, which one was the LSD? You know, because this was inspired i think by uh by something <laughs> beyond human nature and while i was not on any narcotics when i watched this that i really was thankful that i wasn't because i feel like that i would have really freaked out i think at various points akiva i i, I could not believe what i was watching <laughs> yeah just reading into like researching the history of this show like it is very clear that not only did George, did George Lucas sort of, um, you know, remove himself from making it, from the after effects of it. It seems like everyone just passed it off and like nobody even really knows who made it. It was just like, no, nah, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. And, and like, it was just a bunch of like TV people and we're not quite sure who did this, but it, it feels very cheap. They also said like they were so busy promoting the movie that they ran out of time to film it. Mm-hmm. And so like they threw they threw it together much quicker than they needed to. 
Um, they clearly did not spend a lot of money. They oh, didn't have oh, a lot of the actors. Oh, they did spend a lot of money. I think that the budget on this was like a million dollars. I mean, what was the budget on the movie? Though? I mean, a, a lot of, well, I, that first off that the, uh, the set, uh, and I, I, I did a lot of research on this after, uh, I watched it also. So the, the Chewbacca family set, they built like this 360 degree, uh, set to be able to, uh, film the Chewbacca house, which actually turned out to be very impractical for filming a TV show because that is not the way you would build a set for a uh, TV show. You sort of like need to have like a fourth wall. So there were a lot of problems in uh, the production of it. And then just like all of the, uh, you know, days of costuming and, you know, they're like, uh, having all these people like the scene in the cantina, everybody is wearing all these uh costumes like this actually was like a very uh expensive experiment but i think they felt like that they had the money based on the success of the show and based on all of the interest from sponsors that they had in being a part of the hot star wars franchise hmm. i mean i guess that makes sense there were so many different vignettes right yes. so like you had to have, and there was a lot of there was a lot of animation and a lot of special features as well so mm-hmm. i'm sure that adds into the budget yeah Okay, well, let's go through it and let's talk. Let's mm-hmm. talk about this a little bit. Let's see how see how far that we can get. Uh, so the Star Wars Holiday Special uh, is that we have our returning favorites from Star Wars, and uh, let, let me just play play for you a little bit of. Uh, there's like an opening credits for this show. Uh, let's play a little bit of, of this so you can get a sense of what we're looking at. Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca. R2-D2 as R2-D2. First off, uh, that's messed up that uh, there's a guy in the R2-D2 garbage <laughs> can. He doesn't get billing in this. That's not right. Don't don't give me R2-D2. Why, why? I don't know why R2-D2 is the only person that's R2-D2 as R2-D2. Yeah, C-3PO got credits. Right? Every other so, person. Every other person. Maybe yeah. he was too embarrassed to be part of this also. No, because he's no. Not he, he, he recently that. died. I think the guy's name is uh, Kenny Baker, I think, yeah, is the guy. Maybe because they don't speak. Maybe like they didn't not, get the real guy. Maybe if they didn't want to call attention maybe. to it. Because um, they're not in the credits at all. They're not in. They're not in the credit. Yeah. Okay. Part, all right. But then, and then, let's meet some. Uh, we're going to introduce some cast members here. And James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader. Okay. Introducing Chewbacca's family. <laughs> His wife, Mala. His father, Itchy. His son, Lumpy. Lumpy is really the star of the show. Yeah. Breakout yeah. star of the Star Wars Holiday Special. Yeah. Chewbacca's son, Lumpy. Have it have Itchy or Lumpy or Mala ever been referenced <laughs> no. again? In, never, never. So does Chewbacca have a different family? So no, in the this movies? is not canon, and they do not ever make uh, reference to Chewbacca's family in any of the other Star Wars <laughs> films. I'm not sure if any of the books ever reference it, but this is it. Uh, so I don't know. If this is believe it or not, uh, if this is canon, that Chewbacca is happily married with a son named Lumpy. And a dad who lives at his home named Itchy. I, so when I was watching, I was like, okay, like Mala. Okay, sure. That name makes sense. I'm sorry. Did they just say Itchy? itchy. And then when we got to Lumpy, it was like, really? Lumpy? Mm-hmm. 
seems like an insult. You're really not setting your kid up for success if you're going to call them lumpy. Yeah, Akiva, Chewbacca li- leaves a, a, like a kind of messed up family situation that he's out all the time on the Millennium Falcon doing God mm-hmm. knows what with Han Solo and then right. leaves his wife and baby like uh, to just uh, fend for herself with his pervy dad at the house. Yeah, yeah I can't it's even not imagine. Even her That's dad. a weird setup. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, she's there all the time with her baby and her father-in-law. It's a very weird situation. Yeah. They seem to be quite close with the shopkeeper who we'll meet later. So I don't know if that sort of impacts their family situation. <laughs> so uh, as Akiva referenced, uh, you know, so we sort of we open up on the uh, Chewbacca's home, which is just a, a painting. Uh, does not look realistic at all. It's like a cartoon house, but okay. This is Chewbacca's home, and we have about like 10 to 15 minutes of just the uh, Chewbacca family going through their morning routine. I, Liana, I can't even really tell you what is happening uh, during this part where I'm not sure if mom wants him to eat the stuff that's on the table or don't eat the stuff that's on the table. I think don't eat the stuff that's on the table because Lumpy goes for the tiny bananas on the table and immediately gets, you know, reprimanded for that. The only thing I noticed is there were a lot of dishes being done. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And then the only plot point that I think I learned was that Mala misses Chewie because she was holding sort of a shadow box picture of him. Yeah, they have a picture. That's all I got. Picture Chewbacca. Chewbacca is out doing uh, stuff with the Empire while dad just uh, walks around the house and uh, (laughs) that Lumpy is is running around. At one point, Lumpy attempts like some sort of a death defying balance beam walk, Akiva. Yeah, he walks on the um, he walks on like so their house is basically sort of a space log cabin. Is that fair to describe it like that? Yeah. And so he walks outside on the uh, like on on the balcony. Uh, Although I don't know, like, do Wookiees have powers? Like, will he die if he falls? I don't know anything about that. Yeah, it looks like it's a couple hundred powers. What are they're very strong. That's it. Their power is being very strong. Very strong. My, I think it lives to be like 200 years old, but yeah. I mean, that's a good power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, very, very strong, very hairy. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that's not really a power, but that is an attribute <laughs> they have. That's yeah. true. Okay. Unless it's like they have so much hair, if you shoot them, the bullet just gets lost in the hair. No, I don't think so. So, okay. we oh. have uh, the first of our like variety show segments uh, <laughs> happens when Lumpy turns on you know, in the original Star Wars film, there's like some sort of like holographic chess set where uh, Chewbacca is playing the chess against R2-D2 and the things, little animated things are like fighting each other. And then famously, C-3PO tells R2-D2 to let the Wookiee win. Well, they have some sort of a in-house entertainment system where Lumpy is able to dial something up and uh Liana, he watches some sort of like holographic uh uh acrobat Cirque du Soleil show. Yeah, these like gymnasts, this sort of gym uh gymnast routine. So uh, yeah, holograms are something that's canon in the Star Wars universe. Yep. And so this is just sort of the at home entertainment version. I think the weird part was that at one point the I don't know, ringleader, whatever you would call the leader of the acrobats becomes much larger and outside of the uh the te- the little table so that that was very odd um this whole thing was very odd this whole thing is, is, is not only very odd but it goes on forever uh seemingly <laughs> I, eight I, minutes I, I think that like this and the lady singing the purple lady <laughs> yeah. singing 
are mm-hmm. really what they must have had an hour of content and then they <laughs> sold like so many advertisements to like yeah. Ford and whatever that they um that they stretched it to an hour. By the way, we were told and no, I don't think any of us did this. Uh, I got an email later late in the week from a listener that said we should be we we should be watching this with the original commercials that would add to it. Yes, I'm, um, that uh, yeah, that was not the version that I watched, but I have I have no doubt. But so mm-hmm. I just want to play a little bit of this because the music uh, just cracks me up on uh, of this. This uh, this is what you're watching for eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so bad i just tried to fast forward through it and it's Rob, on rob's computer that he's screen sharing okay this is no payoff to this whatsoever this is not a plot point you're just no. you are just watching various acts it's like you are at some like terrible music festival and it's just like all right this thing is on now all right we're yeah, here the wish, the wish version of cirque du soleil but like the knockoff yeah. knockoff knockoff well, can I say that the Star Wars holiday special, people could laugh at it, but I felt seen because I felt like that the Star Wars holiday special, I could relate so much to life in 2020 is the Star Wars holiday special. You are just you are trapped in your home. You are just on a million Zoom calls, which they will go through, just calling people, being on a video conference. You are looking for entertainment. You're just watching videos uh, nonstop. And ultimately, you just want to get back to see your loved ones. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything qualifies as entertainment. Anything You're willing qualifies. to sit through anything. Yeah, there's a point uh, yeah. when during the animated series where Luke and Han Solo have a mysterious illness and Boba Fett needs to travel to find some vaccine to help bring them back to life. Yeah, yeah, the sleeping virus, I believe, is what it was called. So that was also very appropriate yeah. for 2020. At some point, like there's a lockdown at the bar. They have to shut down, make all the people leave. Go home. Yeah, curfew. Go home. Yeah, yeah, they sing a song like, look, it wasn't our fault. We want to stay open. They're making the us close. <laughs> yeah. Not our there's, fault. So many streets, uh, there's so many scenes that should be three minutes that are stretched into like 20 minutes mm-hmm. where it feels like 20 minutes, including the bar scene you mentioned where <laughs> It takes everyone so long to leave the bar and, and B. Arthur is singing a song. That's a real thing that happened. Yeah. Uh, like these early scenes. And also, like, I know the IP is so valuable that people are watching this and they're so excited. But if this was anything other than Star Wars in the title, every single person, 100% of the viewers would have shut it off after the first 20 minutes because it does get better. But the beginning is so, like, <laughs> interminably boring yeah. that it, it's almost shocking. So uh, Chewbacca's wife, Mala... Which I feel like that, uh, you know, uh, Akiva, I feel like you and Chewbacca, you know, your, your wives have similar names. Uh, yeah, very Mara, similar. Mara, yeah. Mara, and we Mara, have a Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the, <laughs> does, does your wife walk around with a picture of you like, where's Akiva? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> if you see this man, eyes. please report back. Yeah, she's like uh, Zoom calling people like Mala is going to Zoom call Luke Skywalker, who now, okay, Akiva, you don't know who this person is, but Liana... Mm-hmm. He looks so bizarre in this that uh, he, I don't know. Is he wearing like a ton of makeup here? What what is going on with Luke Skywalker? 
It's a ton of makeup. He's got eyeliner on, which yes. I don't think was part of his original character. Like Tatooine, not really known right. for all of the eyeliner. Yes. And the actor, Mark Hamill, I know he's in a, he gets in a car accident. Uh, at, at, I'm not sure if it's after the, the first film or before the first film. But so I think they're trying to cover a lot of that up. But he looks mm. so odd. Mm-hmm. He looks plastic. Yeah. He, he does. He looks like a like a Ken Barbie. <laughs> yeah, he is a, like a weird haircut that Luke Skywalker never, ever has. Uh, I don't know if he like went Hollywood or what. But... Well, no, because if this is 2020, he couldn't get to the barber. Right. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all locked Maybe he down, cut his own hair and was doing watching some makeup tutorials. Like it. Yeah. Um, so. That he calls Chewbacca. There's also Chewbacca is in the Millennium Falcon that they can't get home, but it's also just like repurposed uh, shots that were from the original Star Wars movie of uh, just like uh, they just cut scenes out of like the, the first Star Wars movie and just use them here again of <laughs> Chewbacca and Han Solo flying around in the Millennium Falcon. And they're trying to get back to uh, get get Chewbacca home for life day. Um, so... We end up getting into Liana. You mentioned uh, the subplot about this guy who is the he works at like the junk store. Basically, yeah. he works like in the real life uh, store that has like the Shrek cookie jars uh, that has mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. useless junk that he is selling to people. Stop it. Stop. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even open it. I said it set off. Okay, uh, Leon, is this guy ops or is he uh, a good guy? Uh, <laughs> honestly, I have no idea. He acts super sketchy when the Imperial soldiers come by, which makes me feel like maybe he's on the good guy team. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? At one point, I think when he was on the phone with Leia, when he was in the Zoom call with Leia, he says, yes, I'm part of the rebellion perhaps. yeah but i wasn't sure if he was uh faking it or not but anyway oh, yeah. this is art carney uh famous for being uh the uh next door neighbor on the honeymooners uh mm-hmm. famously ed ed uh uh ed norton is uh, the character's name and uh akiva any thoughts on this guy well, I honestly thought that he was like a main Star Wars character. No, I didn't realize no, that this no, guy he's never, only in this. He's so crucial. And he is a good guy, right? At the end, he sort of like clears them by saying, because they kill, uh, um, what's his name? Han Solo kills a, can I, can I spoil the answer? Yes, yes. A, yeah. a stormtrooper, like yeah. a random stormtrooper. And so they don't find them. They say like, oh, he robbed us and took off. So he is, mm-hmm. I think, ultimately. Yes, he ultimately guy, right? ends up being a good guy. Um, but I, he's talking to this guy from the Empire, and I, I thought he was saying like basically like he was going to do something uh, nefarious, but I, I guess not. He is going to bring a ton of junk to uh, Chewbacca's house. Uh, I don't know if he's sort of like a de facto Santa Claus here, where he is uh, bringing stuff around uh, to give to Chewbacca's family presents on Life Day. But we'll we'll come back. He shows back up later on. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, then. We get this scene with Darth Vader uh, walking around. Liana, this was a scene that was uh, left over on the cutting room floor from Star Wars A New Hope, and they just uh, put it in here in the Star Wars Holiday Special. This was not even 30 seconds, yes. I don't think. Uh, just, yeah, whatever was left, they maybe had uh, James Earl Jones. Poor James Earl Jones, by the way, because isn't he not credited in he- the original Star Wars as uh, Vader's voice? I'm not, sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about he that. He's credited, he credited okay. here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, 
I mean, I guess this is part of the plot. Yeah. Um, they're looking for the rebels. I mean, but we know that sort of mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Uh, this is after the Death Star explodes, so you know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we see that. Then we go. We go to commercial. We come out of that, and then we get a very <laughs> extended sequence of see Akiva. Uh, people mm-hmm. say that. Uh, oh, Rob, you don't like talking about food. Well, yes. watch Chewbacca's wife. Uh, cook a recipe for ten minutes and see if you like talking about food. Uh, no, I, I thought you were going to say this made you like talking about mm. food. Like this, this turn. I mean, do do we know what they're making? I wasn't really paying yes. attention to what. Yes, I believe what, what she's making, making some sort some piece of uh, bantha, which is sort of like a woolly mammoth that the Tuscan Raiders ride around on. Is there a popular food in the Star Wars world? Like, is there like what's pizza in the Star Wars universe? Hmm. Yeah, they don't eat a lot on Star Wars. Yeah, see, that's why I'm green out. milk. Uh, I think is the closest we get to that. Really? Mm-hmm. So there's no uh, interesting. I, I I figured there would be like uh, a lot of foods, and stuff. I'm sure there's like books written about what they eat. But I it's feel like there's a lot of like on. broth and soup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you go to Star Wars Land in Disney World, there's no like what are they serving? You're more I'm likely wondering. to get a soup than a sandwich. I, I don't think that the food okay. is themed on Star Wars. Well, there's all foods are only soups or sandwiches, so I don't yes. know what else you well, could get. Well, it's 99% soups in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of, not a lot of stuff. Uh, I was watching uh, one of the Star Wars movies with my kids the other day, and Luke's aunt is like, looks like she's like putting vegetables in a blender. Uh, I don't know. So <laughs> big just juicers. Ma- make big more juicers. soup. Yeah, yeah. They're big juicers uh, in the Star <laughs> Wars universe. All right. So we, you watch uh, Chewbacca's wife. She's pre- trying to prepare dinner and you're watching sort of like this uh, uh, cooking show. And the co- on the cooking show, they are, they're teaching a recipe and the person on the cooking show is a man dressed like a, uh, a, a woman or is maybe a robot and has four arms and is trying to teach this recipe to Chewbacca's wife. I really like to taste the broth. So we'll have a little taste, see how it's coming along. Mmm, a little bit more so for my bit. Mm. A little tongue One for the pot. Mmm, coming along. Very nice. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Akiva, yeah. and that's Harvey Corman, right? Playing the yes. playing the show. Is that of Carol Burnett show fame? Correct. Yes. Okay. So, all right. They're like, uh, they, they, uh, there must have been just like some pitch meeting, Liana, where they're like, all right, mm-hmm. who's got ideas to fill some time? <laughs> Who could we yeah, get? You missed. Uh, there's the stir whip, stir whip, Whipped. whip, yeah. stir segment. You know, like the jolly old uh, cooking. Yeah, this this was the what the Wookies watch the Food Network segment, which I'm sure was a big hit in the original pitch meeting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we are are starting to uh, get to a little bit more of uh, some rising what? tension of uh, mm-hmm. Han Solo and Chewie. They can't get home. They're almost like in a different show than uh, than than the rest of the people for most of this. Then uh, we get a, like an announcement that the Empire has declared martial law, Liana. That they're basically like shutting things down for like life day. That's right. Uh, too much rebel or nefarious activity yeah. going on. We got to shut everything down. Shut everything down. And then also like uh, the uh, invention guy, uh, Art Carney, shows up with presents for Chewbacca and his family. And he's got something 
a special for itchy. <laughs> okay. This was yeah. Can we um, hear, let's let's talk let's talk a little bit about this. Uh so Akiva, can you yes. describe uh the present that uh Art Carney delivers to Chewbacca's dad Itchy? Yeah, so it's it's sort of like a VR music video, is that yeah, fair? Yeah, but the device is sort of like if you went to like a hairdresser, like it's sort of like yeah. the old school like a uh, dryer that they put onto your head. It's like mm-hmm. a chair with a helmet on it. Yeah, probably like if you went for like a, a like a CAT scan or something in like 1960. This is what it looked like probably. Yeah, okay. It's almost like if you're going to the electric chair. That's this device. That, yeah, I like the I like the dryer at the hair salon better. I think that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. more and, appropriate. And, and he says, "Oh, itchy! This is perfect for you. You're gonna love this." <laughs> think itchy is itchy like a widower? Like where's where's Mama uh, Chewbacca? Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So all right, put this on. We got special force in Star Wars. Is there the force in Star Wars? Yes. Oh, div- no, divorce. Oh, yes. No, may they do not say may divorce be with you. That is not <laughs> something that they talk about. <laughs> if anybody is divorced, uh, they it, it is not talked about. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I also like Although, when I ask the food question. Yeah. And any question I ask, like, you know, there's good, like, this could be one of the more annoying comments episodes of all time. Yes, I, oh, for the sure. Star Wars know it all will be in the, yeah. will be in uh, the cup. Liana, in fairness, are Han Solo and uh, Princess Leia divorced in uh, episode uh, seven and beyond, or are they just separated? I think they're just separated. I don't, I don't know the legality of, you know, their situation. I don't think mm. we really d- get into yeah. that. Maybe if, another holiday special. If, if the galaxy it. only rec- <laughs> recognizes annulments. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. Also, is Life Day a thing outside of this or only in this? And only in this. Okay, only fine. In this. Okay. It's a little bit of the festivus of the Star Wars universe. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there, is there a holiday in Star Wars, Rob? Like besides Life Day? There was like a holiday? big like parade that uh, they attended in episode nine on some planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so let, let's go ahead and uh, check out. This is what. Uh, so it's like a kaleidoscope for like two minutes of just like uh, like a screensaver going on. And then ultimately, we're going to see this happen. This is what Itchy is looking at in virtual reality. I exist for you. I am in your mind as you create me. Oh, yes. I can feel my creation. (laughs) I'm getting your message. Are you getting mine? Let's energize, baby. <laughs> this is okay. So I watched this with my kids last yeah, night, oh, and no. I, this was like was, I was legit uncomfy. Mm-hmm. My kids were like surprisingly like still on board. That I asked my kids, I asked Dominic. I said, uh, "Do you want to watch the Star Wars uh, holiday special?" Dad, we already saw saw it. I said, "No, this is an old one." There's another one that's uh, that's with the real actors. He's like, Dad, I would love to. And so we put it on and then we hit this and uh, things got weird. Did he watch the whole thing? He said he he is the one that said, uh, Dad, let's skip this part. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I said, yeah, what if I we mean- just watch it on 2X? He's like, <laughs> Dad, it's uh, that we still have to skip it. 
<laughs> at some point here, my one of my kids came in. I think it was uh, Adira, Queen of Class. And she said, I feel bad that you have to watch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Liana, this whole part is so unsettling. How did this ultimate... And Star Wars Akiva is like the most like family-friendly... Like, sure. uh, you know, Princess Leia wears a bikini at one point. There is nothing sexually suggestive at all in the entire Star Wars universe. Yeah, I was so I was writing down what I thought all the gifts were. And so I was like, oh, the kid got a Lego typewriter. Mom mm-hmm. gets a jukebox and Itchy gets a VR porno question mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, um, yeah. And this is, you know, there's also this hallucination. I mean, I don't know if it's a hallucination. I don't know what you want to call it, but there is the fish women dancing as well. And then, of course, you have this extremely uncomfortable bit, which uh, go back to that pitch room, right? Did this mm-hmm. come before or after the Food Network segment in terms of priority of if we have time, we have to fit this in? Yeah. Um, but I mean, it doesn't end here. Itchy has no other plot point. There is no other characteristic other than he's Chewbacca's dad and he mm-hmm. gets a helmet so he can watch a holographic porno with this woman. Yeah. Yep. He is totally creepy. <laughs> yeah. And not for anything. <laughs> This is like it's not even like uh hey I'll be in my room. He's <laughs> middle of the living room with his with his son's noise. wife right there. Mm-hmm. responding to the video he's mm-hmm. watching. Also, the way that the shopkeeper talks about it, this is not the first time. He's like, I got a special one oh, for yeah. you this time. How many times do you think Chewbacca when he's home and and Molly, his wife, have had a the the old conversation of like, all right, when are we putting this guy in the home? <laughs> like how long you, you told me he's gonna be here for two weeks. It's been 30 years. He's still here. How many times has that conversation happened? He might be like 300 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, you know, she's trying to poison his soup, I think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Itchy, uh, he he watches uh, this whole thing and it goes it goes on and on. It turns into like a musical number here. It's very <laughs> psychedelic, the whole, the whole thing. I could live my whole life right now. <laughs> a lot of like long transitions and it, it this goes on for uh it's a it's a good like six seven minutes um yeah the the woman who's singing uh diane um diane carroll she she was nominated for an oscar for playing james earl jones uh wife in a movie oh Uh, also shout out to her has four different uh husbands or partners with wikipedia pages okay including sydney portier okay not bad look at her okay so i guess uh divorce does exist in our universe that's right (laughs) so uh, then, okay, so Mala is gonna call into Princess Leia, who's uh, hanging out with uh, C-3PO, and uh, Princess Leia is, everybody's, like, working on, like, some, like, electric typewriter in this. Uh, every Everything looks exactly uh, like that. Uh, Princess Leia's working on stuff, and they call up, and they just want to know, like, uh, like, what, Chewbacca's not home yet? What? Oh, he should have been there by now. Mm-hmm, hmm because I guess uh, we're not entirely sure... Leia, so Leia and C-3PO maybe are in a different location than Luke and R2-D2. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do know that Han Solo is traveling from point A to point B, B being the Wookiee planet. But I guess maybe that means that he started here with Leia. Yeah. So, all right. So I think that we're just going to uh, get her in there as just like, okay, Carrie Fisher is here. 
All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, Chewie and Han Solo, they're still having their difficulties getting through the blockade after martial law has been declared. And now the Empire shows up at uh, Chewbacca's house and they are asking a lot of questions. Liana, does the Empire know that this is Chewbacca's house or are they just raiding the homes of all the Wookiees? I think they're just raiding the homes because that's why they stationed that last stormtrooper there at the very end. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, the male Wookiee is out of the house. Um, so I guess Itchy didn't classify as the the uh, patriarch of the family. Mm-hmm. And so they have to wait for the male Wookiee unnamed. So I don't think that they know that this is Chewbacca. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this is, I guess, some tense moments here where uh, stormtroopers are asking a lot of questions. Art Carney mm-hmm. is going to have to do a lot of the talking. So they find one of his devices and they say, oh, what is this thing over here? He's like, oh, no, 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 I can't. You can't touch that. And he, said, and he sets it up for uh, one of these Imperial guards. It says, okay, fine. I'll put it on for you, but you have to watch this. And we get to a 10 minute Jefferson Starship <laughs> hologram <Yeah>. concert. <laughs> At this point, it becomes like SNL, right? It's like, all right, we need the B. Arthur bit. We need the Jefferson Starship thing. We've got Art Carney on board. Like, it's just a lot of guest spots and reasons for those guest spots, it seems like. Yeah, we're really trying to, you know, get from point A to point A to point B. How do we shoehorn these pre-recorded segments into this thing? Here's a little bit. How hot is Jefferson Starship, you think, in 1978? Is this their peak? Yeah. Uh, Is this their prime? I'm not. I'm not sure. Were they so? Like, did they switch to Jefferson Starship based on the success? I know they were Jefferson Airplane, and then mm-hmm. almost like we were talking about, like with Carrot Top becoming Celery Top. Did they sort mm-hmm. of say like, "Hey, oh, Star Wars is hot. We need to become Jefferson Starship." Probably. I think maybe it was this thing was so big that maybe, they switched. Maybe. Maybe. And I think didn't they just go to Starship after that? So maybe then that was also uh, after this. They were like, okay, now we have to distance ourselves from this. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, here's a little bit. Okay. Um, that uh, also, like, I felt like that this was not a great uh, silhouette to uh, have uh, been, <laughs> to been using here in the Star Wars Holiday Special here. Oh, wait, uh, okay, I was confused. I thought this was from Itchy's <laughs> no, segment. This is not okay. from Itchy's yeah. uh, video. You have to watch the video for this one. Yeah, I, I don't know. Akiva, is this, is this intentional? I feel like this is very suggestive. I mean, I could see George Lucas at this point in the movie just walking out, like breaking something, showing, telling his wife or whatever, like, all right, I've, I've had enough. Like, it's amazing this didn't break down the whole empire, no pun intended. Yes. Like, that they made more movies after this. Akiva, would you prefer if we got you a microphone like this? <laughs> would it work better? Listen, anything that works, baby. <laughs> Those were the only the only mics that you know because during the, the the absolute heart of the pandemic, it was impossible to find a podcasting mic. Yeah, the only mics, phallic only mics were, were yeah. phallic shaped mic yes. at that point. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So this goes around the whole thing, and then the Imperial Guards are not like, sir, what the <laughs> hell was that? Why did you make us watch yeah. this? They're like, oh, that makes sense. Th- this uh, eight minute seventies rock band performance. <laughs> One of the one who was sitting in the chair was tapping his finger. He was mm-hmm. rocking along. He was like, yeah, this is my jam. <laughs> <laughs> it's my top artist on Spotify, baby. Yeah. Um, and then also then uh Itchy is like uh I'm sorry, Lumpy is sort of like getting a little a little worked up. So this is I could relate very much to this part where it's like, all right, Lumpy is getting out of hand, but uh, give him an iPad. It's time for some screen time for Lumpy. And so 
they put on a, a cartoon for Lumpy. He puts on his headphones and he watches a cartoon to occupy Lumpy to while the bad people are at his house. But Akiva, that mm-hmm. it, it seems as though Lumpy is watching a show which is the animated exploits of his dad and his friends. Very confusing, right? He's watching a Star Wars cartoon. I think they had the cartoon. They didn't know what to do with it. They input it in this movie, but you're right. It doesn't make sense why the kid would watch a movie that his dad is the hero. Like in his world, is Chewbacca like a big celebrity? I don't know. And maybe he is. I don't know Star Wars well enough. I mean, they just blow up the Death Star. They could be really hot right now. That's true. They could be hot in the streets. Yeah. Yeah, it is very, it's a good point. It's very confusing. I'd also like, are, is Chewbacca the only Wookiee? Like, are there millions of Wookiees? Yeah, there's a like, planet of Wookiees. Wookiees. Okay, there's a planet of Wookiees. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was exceptionally confusing about this for me was it seemed to start with the fact that Han Solo and Chewbacca were stuck traveling, <laughs> which is the same situation that they're in in the holiday that special old story. Part. Yeah. I, yeah. So I got very confused about whether or not this was just some entertainment cartoon or some sort of weird. Mm-hmm. also hallucination that just fits in within this network like this is when lumpy put on his beats by dre and then just decided <laughs> to like really focus on the simon game that was in front of him and he came up with this in his brain i don't know akiva if there was an animated series about your life would you no. let your children watch it unsupervised that's a good question yeah i mean i would be very g-rated like mm-hmm. well, they'd just be watching me snore a lot i don't know like i don't think it would be that should so that's asking too much, right? Nobody should make an animated version of Renap, right? I mean, I think that would take several years to do. Yeah. You would yeah. think and so. Now listen, we also thought we wouldn't have a musical and like an audio documentary, but maybe okay. that's what I we're going to do in 2021. But it, what if it turns out really terrible and we have to take our names off of it like George Lucas? Okay. Well, listen, we're not making it, so I'm willing to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, do not want I mean, to be credited. The animation here it's, is... Uh, questionable at best, right? When it comes to depicting these characters, <laughs> yes, it's very trippy. Uh, the animated characters that we see in the cartoon. Uh, here is uh, he's uh, on a collision a course. Princess like Prince danger from our own forces. And then, do you copy? This is You're right, this. General. I can't understand what Chewbacca's doing. That they they all look. I think it's the real voices, but they all look so weird. Yes, they and this is after the movie. Like we know what Mark Hamill looks like. We know what Harrison well, Ford we used, looks we like. We thought we did. Well, we thought that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, the cartoon Mark Hamill set. actually looks more like the real Mark Hamill than what we than, see in well, the Star Wars Holiday <laughs> Special. Yeah, than the one in this special. He went went a little lighter on the foundation. Um, and Boba Fett shows up here. Yeah, uh, first well. appearance of Boba Fett in the Star Wars mm-hmm. universe. Uh, of course. Akiva Boba Fett is uh, very important in the um, world of the Mandalorian. Uh, he will yeah. show up in the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, uh, Boba Fett, I think, has uh, more of a like uh, more of a personality here in the cartoon that he ends up having in the movies. I know the Boba Fett name. Are you, by the way, are you both big Mandalorian people? I have not seen it yet. Yeah. I that I, I enjoy it. It's it's a fun show to watch uh, with my kids. Like if I I think if I didn't have kids, I don't think I would be as into it. But my boys uh, get really excited. They like the baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Yoda's not in this movie though, right? No Yoda, no, no, no Yoda yeah. in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Well, he 
Yoda does the character of Yoda doesn't appear until the Empire Strikes Back, which is still not going to be on for two years. But oh, that, okay, that, that was the same sense. for Boba Fett. But no, no sneak peek of Yoda in the uh, cartoon. <laughs> but they watched the whole cartoon. The plot of the cartoon is that Han Solo has gotten some sort of a sleeping sickness, needs to be suspended upside down to stay alive. Then uh, Luke uh, ends up trying to rescue him. He gets the sleeping sickness, and then. Chewie and Boba Fett have to go find the uh like uh the medicine, Liana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um this was confusing because ultimately we find out I mean I, Boba Fett is working for the Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes with Chewbacca to get the medicine which ultimately fixes Han and Luke. So I, I'm not entirely yeah, I didn't sure. Really what get the that. It seemed there. like it seemed like Boba Fett was a good guy through the whole cartoon, and then we find out that he's Darth Vader's uh, right hand man, right. which right. is not even really uh, what he turns out to be. And so the whole thing is very confusing. Right. Yeah. It just it doesn't quite make any sense because he's already got them tied up because they got the sleeping sickness. Also, I know like Boba Fett. So so the logic here is is that it's a hu- humans will get the sleeping virus. I guess because Boba Fett is a clone of a human, that doesn't count. Wow, Liana, you're really in the weeds. <laughs> I mean, look, it's science, okay? I yes. really want to dig into this one here. Yes, uh, yeah, uh, yeah that's a good point. Uh, that I mean, to be fair, neither Han Solo nor Luke Skywalker are humans, uh, which I believe the term humans is uh, of the Earth, correct? That's true. It's yeah, not like a, our spiders animals thing. So... <laughs> This is a um, yeah, long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. Yeah, so, right? neither of them are humans, and neither yeah. of them are from the same home planet. So I'm hmm. not sure exactly why, but maybe uh, Boba Fett's superior uh, genetic DNA makes him immune, <laughs> or maybe the man. Maybe he's he is wearing a mask, Liana. They got to remember <laughs> that too. Look, yeah, Fauci was you know he followed the guidelines. He knew everything about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, and then yeah, then all of a sudden they find out that. Uh, apparently Boba Fett has Darth Vader on speed dial and they chat all the time and then all of a sudden they get rid of Boba Fett somehow yep. and it's over. Boba Fett is pro-mask. Um, Han Solo, uh, when he wakes up from the sleeping sickness, uh, looks so strange that I, I wish I could I could find that to show it to you. It is. Uh, he looks like he is like a wax figure that has melted. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, uh, it, it was not flattering not flatter- to Harrison yeah. Ford. At right. all, <laughs> Akiva. Did you have any thoughts on the cartoon? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't totally get it because I don't know the story. It did feel like, why is this here? This was made for another purpose, and they're sort of putting it in there. But I've read that the cartoon was by far the most the most well received of anything in the show because it was, I guess, closest to like Star Wars canon and had a lot of the main characters. Since it's a cartoon and it could have whoever it wants, so people seem to like the cartoon mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see. Here's Han Solo. I beg your pardon, sir. When Chewbacca they suspected get out of all along, the there was sleeping sickness. Bad about Boba. How did you know, Chewie? <laughs> <laughs> He's got his eyes closed. Yeah, he never wakes up on Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, Carbonite doesn't happen until later. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that and that's the cartoon. Then they come out of the cartoon, and then Lumpy is still uh, misbehaving. <laughs> so then he gets sent to his room. And then he goes and starts to uh, work on a, uh, a science project that is he's watching like a YouTube video of how to put this uh, other gadget together. And there's like some sort of like malfunctioning robot here, Liana. 
Oh, so the yeah, the 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 humanoid thing that's teaching him how to do the instructions. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. I didn't know if it was the video that was glitching out or the robot was glitching out, <laughs> but the way that the robot reset himself um was very weird. It was like he had to pat himself on the butt or flap his arms like he was doing the chicken dance and mm-hmm. for some reason that seemed to work. This whole sequence was very odd. Yep. Really weird. Uh yeah. this is a lot of like if the Star Wars universe had uh, sort of like a uh, public access television where there's just a lot of weird things that are being broadcast. I mean, between this and the cooking segment, right? Like this. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if did he have a copy of this video? Was this video just something? Did it come with the toy? Was it just on public access television? Yeah. That he, yeah. Is apparently he was making a mini translator. Yeah, is that what he was doing? I don't know. It just looked like a oscillator, but um, I don't know. It okay. has no payoff. So uh, we go to the uh, <laughs> most Eisley Cantina, and I think that also like they're watching this on video uh, somehow. And we are greeted by the return. Oh, oh, so hold uh, on. So something? this was this was weird because this all of a sudden started playing in the homes of the Wookies, mm-hmm. and it said that it was required viewing. <laughs> You must view life on Tatooine so that you appreciate your life. Okay. Essentially. So <laughs> this is what they chose. Look how bad things yeah, are on Tatooine. We're going to see some closed circuit television of the most right. Isley Cantina. Uh, Kiva, this is a real location that was in the Star Wars film, uh, also known as the Star Wars Bar. And so. There were it was famous for there's a lot of like What do they we, drink in the Star Wars bar? Um just like smoky blue stuff. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, interesting uh, characters in there. And and we are introduced to a barkeep of the Mos Eisley Cantina, not from the film. This is a new character. This is B. Arthur making her uh, second appearance in Robin Akiva Nita podcast. And she is the uh, barmaid. (laughs) Yep. Akmena (laughs) is her name. Uh, Yep. Yeah, she's the barkeep. Um, she, uh, I don't even know. I mean, she, she's got a catchphrase, um, which seems to confuse one of her patrons. What's her catchphrase? Uh, what is it? I'll see you later. Something. Uh, As they say in Boston, soon. I'll see you later. Yeah. I'll see uh, come back soon. I'll be waiting. And she serves this random man who's hitting on her. And he drinks his drink through his hair volcano. Yeah. So, okay. So this is, um, I I think very, very interesting. I'd actually like to talk about this for a little bit. So there's a man who she seems to have some sort of a history with. I'm not sure if it's a romantic history, if he's just hitting on her for the first time. Uh, he has a giant open gaping hole in his head where he's able to consume liquid. Uh, B. Arthur pours some of the pitcher in there. He also pours a glass into the hole in his head, yet he has a mouth which he uses to uh, speak. Akiva, would Mm -hmm. you uh, like the idea of a giant open hole in your head uh, in any way? I mean, it is interesting. Like, I guess you don't have to worry about you're getting your teeth like sullied by, uh, you oh, know, all this. Yeah. You know, you could avoid you know, your pristine teeth if you're just drinking through your head. Yeah. Are you eating through your head or is only liquid going through there? I that's think not a big could deal. you eat a soup through your head hole? Mm-hmm. What about oatmeal? Is this, 
Is this a common way to eat? Is this like the only person in the Star Wars universe who has this? Or we've never there seen this things? before. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, it's, 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 their mouth it's weird because Liana in nature, this is almost like a blowhole, which uh, that from my understanding of animals is more of an output than an input. Well, it's unclear which biological system this is hooked up to. Mm. I mean, I guess it's his gastrointestinal system, right? Versus his respiratory system. My concern would be, I guess you always have to wear a hat because if you're outside and a bird poops in your little hole, I mean, that would not be very yeah. tasty. Uh, Akiva, a yarmulke would, uh, I think, suit him well, right? Yes. If you had it, maybe that's what it was for. Like you have a yarmulke, then you take it off to eat. <laughs> and and you just you know pour pour the soup into your head hole. Yeah, um, I think in a lot of times where I think if you're in a hurry, where it's like, boy, let me just like a uh, quick pour this in there. But I think it would be hard. Like if I didn't have a funnel, I think it would be hard to uh, hit the hole. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of big. Mm-hmm. I think you'd get diameter. used to it. I think the first time you did it, you'd mess up. But I- I'm sure this guy's got you know years of experience. He can do it at this point without without worrying. Mm-hmm. You can do it lefty by now. <laughs> Unless he's got some form of like teeth up there for the mastication Does part of it, though, teeth? I really don't think he can eat. I think it's only drinking, but we don't get a good look, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the sequel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to know more about this guy. I feel like this would be a great podcast guest, Akiva. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, you know, looking through the IMDb and and checking out a lot of these people, a lot of the, especially the older characters, are just no longer mm. with us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, this was. You know who, who this, what this guy's name is? I could see if he's still alive. I have no idea. But uh, okay. if he's uh, up for it, I would love to. I mean, I, I, I have a feeling that he is probably, uh, if he's still with us, uh, probably no longer t- able to consume solid foods through his mouth anyway. Oh, no. So maybe he, oh, no. he might have put some more thought into this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so. Uh, B. Arthur is tending bar at the uh, Mos Eisley Cantina, and then there's like an announcement that comes on in the bar of uh, uh oh, the Empire has declared martial law. Every close all the bars and restaurants. Mm-hmm. There's a curfew. Everybody must go home. There's a curfew. That's it. Um, that's where uh, you have to close, and people are not listening. They don't care. They're the protesting. The yeah. Yeah. They are not they are not going home. B. Arthur is like, hey, it's not me. I, I didn't have any say in this. You have to leave. And so mm-hmm. she ends up trying to get her message across in a song. The best way to communicate. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. to a bunch of drunk bar patrons. Yeah. Uh Akiva, is this the origin story of the song Closing Time? I was thinking, I honestly was thinking very similar. Thing. Why doesn't she just play Closing Time? But sadly, it's about 19 years away. I've never seen a singing bartender before, but it is not a, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. You want to hear yeah. some of B. Arthur's song? Please. Okay, here, let's see. Don't you cry. Now it's good night, friend. Good night, friend. Everybody's into it, but they don't want to leave. Yeah. <laughs> don't you understand? Yeah, Marshall like a whole law. horn section in the back. Oh, uh, yeah. the band, yeah. the famous mm-hmm. uh, cantina band. Cantina band. The, it kind of 
works, though, because once she gets everybody into it, she's able to lead the parade around the bar and then guide them out the door. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was her long term game plan here. Yeah, she doesn't want to lose her liquor license from the Empire after they've declared martial law. And the fines are steep. The Empire so. runs a tight ship. Uh, yeah. So, all right. Uh, so we're going to go back to uh, Chewie's house. And so... We get a little bit of like a, an action scene here where uh, finally, after uh, being gone the whole time, uh, the one of the stormtroopers is going to take Lumpy's toy that he's been building and they bring it downstairs. But guess what? Daddy's home. Chewbacca <laughs> is here and he is going to uh, help save the day, Akiva. Yeah, well, he breaks Lumpy's toy, right? I think the stormtrooper does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the stormtrooper does break the break the toy. That's a little heartbreaking. Yeah. And then we have this scene where uh, the stormtrooper ends up being outside on the balcony. I guess we saw the, the establishing shot and we saw when Lumpy was walking across there and the stormtrooper ends up uh, going outside and has a kind of an unfortunate accident when he tries to tackle Han Solo. Uh, the balcony was weak. Yeah. Um, when- I mean, really, but made out of balsa wood, I think. The thing just falls right over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so here's the stormtrooper. Let's just see if I could play this scene. Here, here's the stormtrooper. He's got Chewie and Lumpy at gunpoint. And then Han Solo, uh, the, the gun falls on the floor. Han Solo takes him out. And then he just goes through the railing. And even though Lumpy was walking across it before. He yeah. just falls to his. Uh, How does this whole pass any sort of inspection? On? It's crazy. <laughs> like this, they, this is a danger. Like they need to move out of here. Yeah, Very cheap railing. Did Han Solo do that on purpose, Liana? Ooh, uh, I like, mean, the I'm way that he kind of reacts is like, flinch and go to the gu- like, uh, hey, I'm going for the gun. Then- I think he didn't expect the balcony to just collapse like that because yeah. I think he was trying to to go for the gun, right, and like make a you know quick a quick stutter step move, but then you know balcony had other plans. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Han Solo and Chewie have like a very awkward hug. I also thought Liana. Yeah, I said that the weird Wookiee <laughs> sexual chemistry between Mala and Chewie. I mean, I don't know. He's been away for so long. There's just a little bit of awkwardness between them. There's some weird setup with some noises that were bizarre. Yeah. Um, uh, Han Solo uh, notices uh, twice just how big Lumpy has gotten. Han Solo uh, holds Lumpy like a baby uh, <laughs> at one point, which I thought did not. Like, I mean, Akiva, that this maybe you don't know this, but I feel like there's a little bit against type. Uh, Han Solo, uh, famously not a great dad. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, Lumpy is just so cute. It's it's one of those like better uncle than you are a dad type things, maybe. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think that Han Solo's wallpaper on his phone is lumpy? Oh no! Imagine being his kid and finding that. That would be. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I bet that would, dri- that would drive a kid crazy. I bet. Yeah. Into a rage. <laughs> yeah. So you don't know what he's capable of. Yeah. Maybe I should threaten my kids that like, if you guys don't behave, I'm changing my wallpaper to one of your nephews or nieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, Han Solo is basically going to leave and tells Chewie, like, hey, be careful. They're going to be looking for that guy. And then the Empire, like, brought it. Liana, was this a broadcast to the entire galaxy or just to this house? I don't know. I mean, it didn't sound specific to them. I, it felt like it was maybe something more broad. Uh, I thought this I'm went out sure. to the entire galaxy. Let, let's let's see. 
7-1-1. We are unable to reach you on your comm link. Is there a problem? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> There's a misdial, but, but dial. <laughs> yeah. And so Art Carney jumps, uh, jumps on it. As Akiva said, he says, like, oh, the guy, some guy jumped out. He took my wallet and I, he ran for it. I'm like, okay, well, I guess that settles that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they believed him. Yeah. Like yeah. If this was among if this was among us, we'd be like, we need more information. But here they're like, okay, no further investigation. We're <laughs> not sound so sus. sus. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. He really also hammers home the shopkeeper the importance of identification. Like that really seems <laughs> yeah, to be that a was, point that for comes him. up a couple times. So yeah. all right, the, we get to like the now the meat of the life day celebration where somehow like uh Liana, this is where some orbs come into play. <laughs> They, I thought they were at first maybe just candles or small lights, but they seem to be encased in a snow globe of some sort. And all of a sudden, the lights cut and the family, <laughs> they're all carrying these snow globes. And then they are immediately dressed in these red robes. Yeah, all of a sudden it gets a little culty on. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes I wrote Heaven's Gate in my notes. That was the vibes I was getting here. Yeah, watch this. That so they're gonna start like all like all the Chewbacca, all the Wookies are now walking through space into the sun through some portal. Uh, yeah, Akiva, this looks like uh, they're sort of like out of that Handmaid's Tale. A little Handmaid's Tale, very culty. <laughs> Looks like they're walking to their death. It's very strange. <laughs> it's very strange. And we end up with sort of like a, a big set piece with all of the Star Wars uh, regulars, uh, all the principals <laughs> from Star Wars gathered around with all the Wookiees in their long pajamas gathered together. In their Snuggies. <laughs> in their, yeah, in their big red Snuggies for Princess Leia to perform the Life Day Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> there's i mean not to uh uh to really dig too deep into the plot holes here but all of a sudden luke leia they're all, they're all there together Han says he has to leave yeah but they're i mean c3po r2d2 mm-hmm. even though we get the impression that they're on different planets at the beginning yeah. uh, you know or throughout the special so in doing some research into this so that uh, the principles of star wars did not want to be in the star wars holiday special huh. and so Harrison Ford did not want to do a TV show. Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill had to have his arm twisted by George Lucas to do it. And Carrie Fisher did it under one condition. I will do it if I can sing. That rules. <laughs> and That's here what she was is. That was yes. B. Arthur's deal also. She would only be in it if she could sing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, would you like to hear a little bit of the Life Day anthem? Let's do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here is Leia singing Life Day anthem a day of joy we all can share together joyously a day that takes us through the darkness it's gonna be a better in two acts
favorite thing about this is R2-D2, no face, but he just looks so over it. He like looks over at C-3PO like, can you freaking believe what is going on right now? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just here for the check, R2-D2. <laughs> yeah, this uncredited one, R2-D2. There's one point where C-3PO is also like, uh, and really, uh, R2-D2 and I both feel the same way. We with, we, you know, we, we are remorseful that we are, uh, but uh, droids that we cannot experience the emotions right. of life day right now because it must be so overwhelming <laughs> just washes over you and you're snug because frankly we don't get it we don't really no. know what's going on here no. but it seems like you guys do <laughs> <laughs> i don't know the look on han solo's face also may not indicate it's that the he's same <laughs> look as in the cartoon yeah he's like uh, just closing his eyes to like get this over with get this over with <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. I've got a bad feeling about this. About this. <laughs> it's so Said everyone. Yeah. Oh man. All right. And then we go from then the big life day celebration. And then we uh see like a montage of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause we gotta pad it out with a montage. Uh mm-hmm. and then we come and uh close it out with uh dinner. At Chewbacca's house. The family reunited. Saying a prayer over their Mm -hmm. food. It was made on the Food Network. Yeah. They did it. (sighs) Oh, man. Mm -hmm. I love love that this uh, whole thing means so little to the Star Wars. The people who own Star Wars, I guess Disney now. Yeah. That they haven't even copyright struck in this five-year-old clip that's on YouTube (laughs) where you can watch the whole movie. Like not even they're like not even embarrassed by it anymore, and obviously they can't monetize it. They just nothing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they made their own Lego uh, holiday special that had some of the themes from this, and uh, mm-hmm. that and that was that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're hoping to wash it out on those Google searches that now the Lego one will supersede. Yeah, I think they feel like it makes George Lucas look bad. Yeah, they, maybe they, they they should buy into it a little bit. Like they should release a DVD with commentary. I think that would be funny. Nobody will give commentary. <laughs> No, like all of the principles like disavow like anything having to do with it. Yeah, mm. Rob, I think there's only one more thing that's left to be done, and it's by Liana. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, okay, well, so before we close things out, let me just bring out my giant Star Wars Christmas tree, complete with lights, um, because that was part I I drew this picture. It's a Star Wars Christmas tree. There's various elements mm. of Star Wars, complete with lights. That was part of the um, part of the the idea. <sighs> we are the city. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I believe it's supposed to be greeted with a standing, a standing ovation. ovation. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. <sighs> Rob, do we trust the Renatbot to give us another podcast idea after this? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I this was good. This is this was this was good, but, but, but I'm just it was the other one yeah. that was also ironically Liana centric. Which yeah. was her stuck in the tower. Like, yeah, well, she hates tower-based shenanigans. Uh, yeah. well, All tower-based shenanigans. You know, after really what I saw happen to that stormtrooper, I can understand why Liana may not care for her tower-based shenanigans. True. See? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Logic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Daniel Schiffman also put together a little thing that de- put some other proclamations together for me for We Are the City that has sort of a second tagline. Some of them make sense, like, 
we are the city, the only ones that matter. And then there's a bunch of other random ones like, we are the city, we are the Laffy Taffy city, <laughs> or we are the city, bring the fawns. <laughs> Which I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> is, what there an app bot? is there an app bot doing this? This is, uh, yeah, this is from the Renat bot. I don't okay. think uh, this is like a private URL. So, um, you know, maybe we can put that out there afterwards, but sort of a sequel to the We Are the City. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, this was wonderful. And mm-hmm. uh, Akiva, did, did you make it through the Star Wars holiday special? You talked about Star Wars. How are you feeling? Mm-hmm. I know I feel great. I had a good time with you guys. I'm happy that we had Leon here also. So there was a second person who like, Knew the names of the characters and important things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, this is fine. I, now I realize that I'm probably going to have to watch Star Wars at some point with mm-hmm. my kids, mm-hmm. you know, that I've avoided for, for my whole life. Your kids? Um, so you should, Akiva. Your absentee what? dad, like Chewbacca, you should not avoid They're your children. watching all five Home Alones over and over <laughs> again. It's the only thing they want to watch. Um, but, uh, you know, now at least I know the characters' names. I know that Chewbacca does not have a family in any of the movies. I can tell them that fun fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm a Star Wars buff now. Have you thought about uh, asking Mary, what, what if your dad just moved in with you? Oh, she likes my dad. Yeah. Uh, it would be like he's pretty low maintenance. He doesn't have a porn I, I, chair, right? <laughs> no, he's a rabbi. He's, yeah. pretty, he's pretty clean cut. Pretty straight laced. Um, yeah. Did Star Wars invent something here in 1978? The VR porn, yeah. <laughs> I've yeah. I feels think like that so. they were, you know, uh, early adopters. Hmm. Because I guess, yeah. What nineteen seventy eight? Mm-hmm. Is this the first instance that we see? Of I mean, I think this? it seems like a first. It seems like yeah. uh, if anything comes out of this movie, it's like Boba Fett, uh, Chewbacca's <laughs> planet, and the invention mm-hmm. of uh, an entire industry. Trailblazers. Yeah. So uh, incredible. All right, mm-hmm. Keep Anything else we want to do in here in the Star Wars holiday special? Uh, no, I'm, I'm excited for the mailbag. Okay, all right. So I wait. Hold on. So I have one thing. I'm not entirely sure where we should put it, but it's from um, the Renat Bot and Will from America that have partnered together. They've to collaborated create, on something. Collaborated to create a gift for you, Rob and Akiva. Wow. Um, and so I there's a there's an audio clip. Okay. that Rob could play. I think it is probably more appropriate to wrap up and close out this holiday okay. special as it is holiday themed. A life day treat from A Will from America treat. and yeah. the Renat Bot. Yes. On the first day of Renat Lust, my true love sent to me. A collection of ideas for Will. On the second day of Renat Lust, my true love sent to me. Two taffy treats, a collection of ideas for a wheel. On the third day of Renatmus, my true love sent to me. Three really nice mailbags, two taffy treats, a collection of ideas for a wheel. On the fourth day of Renatmus, my true love sent to me. Four messages with love and light, three really nice mailbags, two taffy treats, a collection of ideas for a wheel. On the fifth day of Renatmus, my true love sent to me. Cheap shirts in Chester. Four messages with love and light. Three really nice mailbags. Two taffy treats. A collection of ideas for real. On the sixth day of Renatmus, my true love sent to me. Six perfect strangers. Five cheap shirts in Chester. Four messages with love and light. Three really nice mailbags. Two taffy treats. A collection of ideas for real. 
On the seventh day of Renatmus, my true love said to me, Seven dirty jokes from the goldfish bowl, six perfect strangers, five cheap shots at Chester, four messages with love and light, three really nice mailbags, two taffy treats, a collection of ideas for a wheel. On the eighth day of Renatmus, my true love said to me, Eight weeks of passion-filled walks with grown-up characters. Seven dirty jokes from the goldfish bowl. Six perfect strangers. Five cheap shots at Chester. Four messages with love and light. Three really nice mailbags. Two taffy treats. A collection of ideas for a wheel. On the ninth day of Renatmus, my true love said to me. Nine part truths. Eight weeks of passion-filled walks with grown-up characters. Seven dirty jokes from the goldfish bowl. Six perfect strangers. Five cheap shots in Chester. Four messages with love and light. Three really nice mailbags. Two taffy treats. A collection of ideas for a wheel. On the tenth day of Renatmus, my true love said to me. Ten amazing reasons why you should marry Akiva. Nine part truths. Eight weeks of passion-filled walks with grown-up characters. Seven dirty jokes from the goldfish bowl. Six perfect strangers. Five cheap shots in Chester. Four messages with love and light. Three really nice mailbags. Two taffy treats. A collection of ideas for a wheel. On the eleventh day of Renatmus, my true love said to me. Eleven things, ten amazing reasons why you should marry Akiva. Nine part truths, eight weeks of passion-filled walks with grown-up characters. Seven dirty jokes from the goldfish bowl. Six perfect strangers. Five cheap shots in Chester. Four messages with love and light. Three really nice mailbags. Two taffy treats. A collection of ideas for a wheel. On the twelfth day of Renatmus, my true love did to me. Twelve reasons why this podcast is the best. Eleven things. Ten amazing reasons why you should marry Akiva. Nine part truths. Eight weeks of passion-filled walks with grown-up characters. Seven dirty jokes from the goldfish bowl. Six perfect strangers. Four messages from love and light. Three really nice mailbags. Two taffy treats. A collection of ideas for the wheel. So many questions. So many questions. Thank you, Will from America. Thank you, the Renappa. The Renappa wrote the song. Yeah. So, okay. So Daniel Schiffman put together uh, a a version of the bot that would create these lyrics for each of, you know, on the first day of Renatmus, so on and so forth. And so then um, uh, uh, we had help from Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz, Jason Curtis Rivera, Jess Sterling, and DJ LaBelle Klein, and all put together these different sort of the best lyrics that we got. And then uh, Daniel Schiffman and Will from America collaborated to put together the song. So Will did all the music, I think, and then Daniel Schiffman did the the robo voice. Twelve reasons why this podcast is the best. Eleven things. Eleven things. Very yeah. eleven things. Ten yeah. reasons yeah. why you should marry Akiva. Ten amazing reasons why that's you should marry. That's a lot Akiva. of reasons. Yeah, <laughs> that's, amazing um, I reasons. Think, I don't know. That might be ten more than some other people yeah. have. Nine um, hard truths. I love that hard truths. Eight weeks of passion-filled <laughs> walks with Renap characters. Yes. Yeah, which I can't say Renap. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't say Renap. <laughs> Seven <laughs> dirty jokes from the Goldfish Bowl. We don't even keep not, jokes in the yeah, Goldfish not Bowl. Not normally how we do it, but that's not a bad idea. Dirty jokes. Six, six bowl. perfect strangers. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. I think it was only two. Uh, five cheap shots at Chester. Okay. Mm-hmm. Personal favorite. Four messages with love and light. Now uh, yeah. that have we got any messages with love and light on Renap? No, never had Caitlin. I don't know. Okay, but Renap uh, got you Caitlin four. crossover. Uh, three really nice mailbags. Okay. 
two taffy treats and uh, a collection of ideas for a wheel. For a wheel. And it Beautiful. dawned on me uh, about nine things into the song. We just uh, Star Wars holiday special to the listeners with like a three and a half minute yes. musical oh, yeah. number yeah. in the middle yeah. of the show. True. In the middle. Perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Like, can we, put yeah. It, we are on video. Can we put that at the end? Yes. Uh, <laughs> imagine Lumpy just sitting there watching the. Yeah. Yeah. Put him in there. Uh, doing that yes okay all right maybe okay that uh for tiktok nicole here's uh let's get lumpy watching the circus but instead that this is the soundtrack (laughs) 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 all right we are ready for the mailbag liana are you staying for the mailbag i'm staying for the mailbag all right holiday mailbag coming up with liana boris uh we are going to be talking about akiva jam-packed mailbag Medium packed. Uh, if you want it to be a medium packed mail, medium mailbag. packed mailbag coming up right after this. And if you are watching the YouTube video, we're going to cut the video here. If you want the mailbag, you're going to have to subscribe to Robin and Kiva need a podcast. Go to robinswebsite.com slash Renap for that. We'll see you on the other side of uh, this short break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, we are back for Mailbag 112 here, coming off the Star Wars Holiday Special. Akiva, look at you, a Star Wars podcaster. That's right. Yeah, Star Wars, Star Trek. Next week could be Star Trek. Who knows? I <laughs> yeah. just love stars. Could be back to back. You're dancing with the stars. I do, we do have a veto, so I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be Star Trek next week. Yeah, uh, uh, we, we could really, we could really have some fun coming into the uh, Christmas weekend with uh, both with a veto in hand. Could be some interesting uh, wheel spins can to I, come. Yeah. Can I suggest something for next year? You yeah. may have to write. I was just thinking because Liana's here. I don't know if Liana, who famously is the first member of the Five Timers Club, knows exactly how many times she's been on. I think it's actually closing in on the Ten Timers Club. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. What if we had one guest veto in 2021? I think that's a fun idea. So the guest gets to use the veto. So so, uh, the guest, if there's a guest in the mailbag, they could play the veto on, Mm -hmm. you know, that'd be a very controversial move. Very controversial, but also it's like, if we really want to do something, and you're like, you know, uh, Puya coming in and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to mess with them a little bit and I'm going to veto it. Like, we could all right, fine. You have but to be a real flamethrower to do that. Sometimes- yeah, you could really, you know, you could really mess up the show. It'd well, be funny, though. 
my uh, two thoughts on this is one, does the audience like the veto being used? Uh, is that like if you're listening mm-hmm. to the podcast and we use the veto, are you excited or is it like, oh, come on, you got to do what's on the wheel? Or if, if, and if that's the case, I'm wondering, should it be more like a football game or I'm not sure if the NBA works the same way? Do we, should we get a f- six months a veto every six months? So you have a first half veto and a second half veto. And so you might be more likely to use a veto in March. If you know you get another one in the second half of the year. I'm not sure. See, we've never used one before December because last year we each used ours. Oh, on the same. Saying, we were just saving like, well, what if there's a like we need to right. have like the emergency break here on this thing. Uh-huh. But at least that if you had a second veto, then you would have like another one. That's like, OK, well, I have the okay. emergency one still in my pocket, but I might be more like, uh, hey, it's April 19th. I'm going to mm-hmm. veto. Okay, I, I think we could run that by Aisha because we still have another week. Well, let's really ask Leona like, while she's I, here. Well, yeah, before, yeah. My question is, is then does the first veto, so in June or July, does that go away or do you pocket that veto no, and now it, you it have goes, two? No, it goes away. Then you have... It um, goes away. Yeah. Because I think that would be the concern is that if the reason why you're not using it is that it's this fail-safe button that you want to keep just in case, you might hoard it until, I guess, then the middle of June, then use it, and then again, use it in December. Mm-hmm. So you're saying we should get unlimited vetoes? <laughs> uh, maybe. What's what's the right amount of wiggle room veto? Three? Hmm. Oh, should we have a wiggle room veto? A wiggle yeah. room veto? Because veto I feel like ones. in, I, I don't know what, what it was. I feel like we used the best friends veto uh, very we're, early we're in 2020. Yeah, yeah, we're getting that. We, we didn't use it. We lost it. Oh, we lost, we lost it. it in a bet. Yeah, we lost it on a game show this oh, year. Oh, okay. I feel like it we was lost it on, running. I think, the mask survivors. Oh, not even <laughs> on Renap. I think we lost it on the on a on a separate RHP show. Yeah. Okay. That should not be canon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. <laughs> like I really, let's hear what listeners think. I really like the idea of a guest veto. It really brings a lot of stakes into like the guest can, thing. For the can minute. any guest, can I just yes. be like, all yes. right, I call it. Yes. I'm using the mm-hmm. veto. I just yeah. think that person would get oh, dragged for doing, for putting, it have to be someone we, who's willing to get dragged. We put them on the wheel. Uh, like we put mm-hmm. them on the wheel. Here it is. We're excited. And the guest is like, uh, no, no, thanks. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be funny. Hmm. Once a year, should we make a poll? You could poll it. All right, we we'll make a poll. Um, our, our speaking of guests, our guest who we has been here, I think seven or eight times before, um, has a question, and I think she wants us to solve this 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 problem, this question that she has. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. So this reminded me. There was I, I can't remember if you guys. This is what you did with Ali Lasher. Um, there's various versions of this where essentially you guys solve people's problems or you solve debates that people have. So my partner, um, no, my housemate. I'm sorry, uh, Puya mm-hmm. and I have gotten into a little bit of a tiff regarding a bet that was made. Um, so essentially, what happened is uh, we were expecting a package to be delivered, yes, and that happened during the uh, snowstorm that just hit the East Coast. And so I came home from work um, and I said, there's no way the package is going to get delivered. There's a foot of snow outside. There's no way it's going to get delivered. Puya took me up on that bet. He said, I believe the package will be delivered. I said, no, it will not be delivered. And the stakes of the bet were doing the dishes on Christmas. As soon as the bet was made, Puya takes me into the other room and he shows me the package. It had already been delivered. He says, I won the bet. You have to honor the bet and you have to do the dishes on Christmas. My argument is the bet was made in bad faith. You can't make a bet on something that you know the outcome of. 
And we are here today to settle that debate. Okay. I believe Puya is here right. as here well. Here he is, um, the man who of uh, many podcast fame, uh, including uh, the uh, 90 Day uh, Fiance uh, wrap up, which uh, you can catch with myself and uh, this man on uh, Mondays on Rob Has a Podcast. He is also the curator of something called AITA for Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast. Here is the great Puya Zambakili. Puya, how are you? Woo, I'm doing well, Rob. I'm, I'm very excited to be here with you two because when I tell you that I feel like there, this is some shenanigans from Liana's side. She was like, we have to solve it. I was like, it's been solved. She's like, no, we have to solve it. I was like, okay, let's take it to the, the Renap court even. Let's take it to the Robert Akiva okay. and let's settle this there. And so I'm glad here. that you did this and I hope that more couples will consider <laughs> this type yes, of mediation please. because I think that uh, both Akiva and myself will be nothing but fair and mm. wanting to get to the bottom of uh, this mm. case. Okay, Akiva, First off, do you have any questions about these proceedings? About is there any any other information you want to know? Yeah, uh, Puya, Liana told her side of the story before you came on. Yeah, is there anything? It, it was that accurate? Is there anything you need to add? Right. So I want to like like it's pretty. The information's there. I want to make sure my side is said right. So we're waiting for this package. Package arrives. It doesn't update on the thing that's is arriving. I just went outside and it was there. I grabbed it. I brought it in and I laid it out on the bed. It was, um, we had gotten some clothes. So I laid them out real nice, presentable, ready to go. I sit down, Liana comes in and she's like, yeah, outside's horrible. I'm like, yeah, yeah I've already been outside, but she's like, there's no way that package is coming today. I was like, mm-hmm. no way. She's like, no way. I was like, would you want to bet on this? And she was like, okay. And then like she said, we named the stakes, whatever. We shook on it. I was like, and you're betting on it. She's like, yes. So we shook on it. And then I did exactly like she, I took her to the room. I was like, look, it's okay. here. You were wrong. Um, my first question, how much earlier had you brought the package in before Liana had said, was it like uh, you brought the package in, you put the stuff out and then right after that, or were there several hours in between? 30, 35 minutes. Not that much. Mm-hmm. And the weather conditions changed greatly <laughs> since the package arrived. No, it was it was pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. It just snowed a little bit. That's mm-hmm. it. You know what this reminds me of a little bit, Rob? What? You, you make a, let's say I, we're, you and I are talking about a fantasy football trade, okay? Yeah. And then you're like, hey, you know, why don't you trade me uh, yes. Melvin Gordon? Yes, I know where and you're I'm going like, with okay, this. Fine. Yeah. And, then you, and then we make the trade, and unbeknownst to me, 20 minutes ago, Melvin Gordon... Tore his ACL and is out for the season. Or, or I, yeah, no, or it was like I had a like a, a drug test. Okay, yeah, and you knew, yeah. you knew a positive steroids test. Only you knew. I hadn't checked my phone. I feel I like yeah, the trade. yeah, and I accepted it, and not realizing. Uh, I feel in the fantasy football leagues that I have been in, the commissioner mm-hmm. uh, does not let that trade go through. Yeah, it's the, he vetoes that trade. I think. Yeah. It's only like Puya had insider information. Yeah. Insider yeah. trading. Exactly. Yes. I trusted Puya. This is like now it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So So I in, would say yeah. that mm-hmm. uh I guess to uh, my my ruling on this is that uh I do not think that either side has won the bet. I, I think agree. that it's an uh, unfair uh unfair bet. I think it's null and void. I think neither mm-hmm. person has been stuck with doing the dishes and a new bet should be made. Yes. Can you make a replacement bet? Can we help you right now with a replacement yes. bet? Maybe. By the way, is it icy outside? Could you have a race? 
<laughs> it's I did groceries while we have an exclusive race card. The, the right now? I, don't know. <laughs> I went out with a cart. Can confirm I probably shouldn't have gone out with a cart, but I made it through both ways was fine. Mm, um, okay. Racing will be a problem. Okay. All right. Great. Yeah. Mm. Is there snow on the ground? Yes. Yeah. There's what about like who can make a better snowman? And then and then like I've never made one really. So I'd be I accept great the yeah. terms of the condition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you, how, how many dishes are you going to have for yeah, Christmas? I, I have a feeling Puya was, I mean, if Puya was willing to pull this off on her, I have a, I have a feeling he was going to like, oh, like a new bowl for, for every single snack, like the whole day. We're talking <laughs> like, oh, I cooked, you know, for, for New Year's already, 30 plates in the dishwasher. Well, like, or whatever, like. Here's the thing for me, right? And uh, very honestly, I would have, if the package had not arrived, I would have still made the bet because coming from Canada, that did not look like a problem That's to like not- stop mail for me. Okay. So I would have no. gone for it. Okay, no, I'm sorry. That's not uh, look. The package got delivered. <laughs> Have you opened it up, Puya? Did you open up? The oh package? yeah, I laid the clothes. Oh, no. Let Leona like tell me. Yeah. Sorry. Even even if like I agree, the package got delivered based on the the bet, the terms of the bet. You mm-hmm. won the bet. The package got delivered. What I'm saying is that the bet was made in bad faith. Therefore, I agree with the ruling that it's it's essentially null and void. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you made that bet with insider information, knowing what you know, and that doesn't count. That shouldn't count there. So it doesn't matter. I do the dishes every day. So the like, dishes don't matter. Look, no the different dishes, to me. I'll do the dishes matter. again. Trauma um, mm. argument trying to distract. No, from like you just came in. You came in the way you came into the house. Like, that, it's definitely not coming. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you are wrong. Yeah. You say 100 percent because Puya doesn't like when people are 100 okay. percent sure. About do you do you have another package that is expected <laughs> delivery? Actually, we do. Did the one come today? Well, uh, not, not as of like 40 you. minutes ago. I'm oh, not and, sure. And Puya. Did you already bring that package in the house? <laughs> I have. I can confirm that I have not. While um, we were on the podcast? No, 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 no. Hmm. Definitely haven't. Definitely okay. haven't. I don't know. I feel like you, that, I think you go back to the well. Yeah, yeah I think we need a new bet. Yeah. We do an Among Us bet. Over so under 6 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Or a time bet of when the package will be delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could have, um, we could set the, one of us sets the over under. Yeah, set yeah. the over under and you could do that. Is there a dishwasher okay. involved? That, that's me. That's my role. Okay. I am the dishwasher. The dishwasher. Yeah, the dishes by hand is, uh, that is a chore. See? I do them too. We don't have a dishwasher. And even, and even, you know, people keep kosher. You need the two, you need like separate for meat and milk. So you technically need two, which is a nightmare. Hmm. You need two um, dishwashers in the, well, in the home? You would need, yeah. You have to, we have two sets of dishes, two completely separate sets of dishes. Yeah, but I feel like I would. Milk. You can't just get by with one and say, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna make the." Would you do the meat or the dairy? Is is the dishwasher? It, I, it's a lot. I, I you have more dairy during the week. Like the kids in the morning aren't like having meat, you know. <laughs> yeah, but but then the bigger ones, like remember, we have two like formal meals every week that are meat, like Friday night and and Shabbat mm-hmm. lunch. So it, it's an age-old question you're asking. I feel like that a lot of house, houses yeah. are not set up for two dishwashers. No, they're not. No, I ours is set up for zero. Mm-hmm. But we don't. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, I, I also wash the dishes okay. like Puya. Uh, but if I tried this, oh my god, I would never hear the end of it. Like a bet about that I already knew I won. Oh, uh, this has been like three days. I'm not also. I've also not heard the end of it. <laughs> yeah, this, um, is, this, this is a three-day saga. Guys, you agreed to come on here. Yeah. <laughs> He was convinced he was gonna win. Yeah. He, he was like, "They're gonna uphold my." He team. offered us twenty bucks. He just DM'd us and was like, oh. "No, yeah." <laughs> like, listen, do, do you need? Tw- I've come into some money. Do you need twenty dollars? I got you a Christmas. Yeah. Kiva was like, "Well, what's in it for me?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, please, did you watch the Star Wars holiday special? 
I walked into Liana like uh, watching it and there was I want to say it was like Chewbacca stirring a pot and I was like this looks weird. Like yeah. who does the dishes on? at Chewbacca's house? Do you think that Itchy gets stuck with that? I don't know. Maybe it lumpy. Doesn't work very hard. Yeah. 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 But it was just like, why are you laughing so much? <laughs> I had headphones in and I could hear Liana like belly laughing. It was in the so other funny. Room. It was horrible. <laughs> we loved it. And then I asked her, I was like, why are you laughing? She was like. Because Akiva has to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did say that. Yeah. That was a great part of it. A great part okay. of the fun. Yeah. If only right. maybe in 1978, they could have let people know that uh, in two years or in, in five years, a, a man uh, who will hate Star Wars will be forced to watch this one day. <laughs> if only so, they knew. If only they knew. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So, all right. So, what do we do? So, do you want to do? Do you want to figure out a bet uh, later, or do you want to do this package thing? Um. Well, I mean, I I've looked up where the package is at right now. Uh, yeah, he's been trying to make me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no okay. yeah, I'm not going to take yeah. that. He's, he's on all the right. phone he's, with the driver. Yeah, tracking it on you. Uh, they got attempted the radar. delivery today, and and they did not deliver it, so they <laughs> left an alert. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when it'll show up at this point. All right, all right. We'll figure out an Among Us bet or something like we'll that. Fi- we'll we'll sort that. it out later. You guys should tweet yeah. it out. But yeah, um, I this this was fun. Um, I I like the idea that we are the judge, jury, and executioner here. Yeah. Um. This is a, a nice test well, run. If yeah. any other couple have, have problems like this, <laughs> write in renap at robiswebsite.com. Ideally, ideal, you know, I, I ideally come with, uh, you know, a better case than Puya brought today, but uh, not better, mm-hmm. a fun case, but a better argument than Puya. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my only thing is like, Liana would not have had this case go forward if she had won the bet. So it's just because she lost, she brought it. Through. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. The bet was made. Oh, would Liana, would Liana have ever made the bet having no, known that she already won? Well, that, that's my thing is that. Um, outstanding citizen. We're saying it was done in bad faith, but I just feel like you came in so like with mm-hmm. chest, you were like, it's not it coming matter. today. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how confident someone feels about their bet. Okay. Yeah. That's all not right. what's on trial here. Oh my god! I don't know. I don't feel like my character should be on trial, but it's okay. No, no, no. no. I listen. I, I, I get. I get what I get. What Puyo did, and it's listen. If the stakes were like a million dollars, I know he wouldn't have done it. But it was the dishes on Christmas. I mean, yeah. let's 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 be honest, right? What was in that package, Liana? If not for that package arriving, if not for my power of positivity that morning, you would not mm-hmm. be wearing that T-shirt right That's now. Right. Oh, yeah. the T-shirt. That That's a yeah. twist. I know. Was- That's yeah. a twist. <laughs> I put my positive so, vibes out there, and I, the male person brought it over. I was willing to accept any decision that was made. I did feel confident. No, me too. Me too. I'm, 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 you know, I'm happy to get some FaceTime with Robin Akiva on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm well, a winner. Anyway. I do see the sink in the background. Maybe Puyo could do some dishes as we continue. Well, sure. <laughs> while you guys mailbag, you're just watching me do dishes. Yeah, funny. Funny. How many dishes can Puyo do while during the mailbag? Well, yeah. That'll be the bet. There's just a couple from breakfast, so mm-hmm. that's not much. Yeah. Also, yeah. We're, I'm six people, so when I say do the dishes, like it's we have a lot of dishes. It's a sometimes. lot of dishes. Mm-hmm. A lot of dishes. We're a lot, and my kids yeah. like. If they have three different foods, it's like, oh, this can't touch. So, like, the spaghetti has to be on a different plate from the bread and every, everything mm-hmm. has to be not touching. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti uh, and bread at the same time? I don't know. I just I was thinking of two foods, Puya. Yeah, we're we're not food, yeah. spaghetti yeah. sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not food shaming here. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I, I do have that letter here from, yes. a, from a listener. Wrote in a letter. I don't know if he wanted to be anonymous or not. I might have to have this uh, redacted if I uh, come across some uh, embarrassing information in the letter. Uh, I have not read this letter. It is lengthy. Mm -hmm. It is lengthy. So let's see how far (laughs) we can get. Uh, Okay. So we said that if somebody sent us in a mailbag pitch in the mail, we would read it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. 
Here we are. Uh, it reads, Dear Robin Akiva. Uh, oh, there's, there's two pitches here in a letter. Dear mm-hmm. Robin Akiva, I would type this letter to you, but my printer ran out of ink. My name is Josh the Pizza Guy. Uh, different than the name that was on the <laughs> letter, so I will bleep out the name okay, in post-production. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I have pretty much exclusively listened to RHAP on my deliveries for the past two years. I know uh, this sounds like a creepy fan letter in the music video uh, for Stan. <laughs> <laughs> We referenced that before we but opened the letter. I wanted to make sure you guys know I'm a huge fan. <laughs> that being said, here are my two Renap ideas. Okay. Number one, Robin Akiva get tricky. Robin Akiva mm. watched season three, episode seven of Chris Angel Mind Freak and tried to guess how the tricks are done. I think that the show would make for great podcasting since Chris Angel is such a goofball. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Any interest in Chris Angel Mind Freak? Uh, not really. I like magic, but I think like, are people excited if next week is season three, episode seven of Chris Angel Mind Freak? Or Robin any Chris trick? Angel Mind Freak interest? More of a David Blaine gal myself, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's I think it's visual, right? And yeah. so that's yes. sort of a little bit the the sleight of hand magic might be tough to talk about in an audio podcast. I feel like if you family feuded this, would goofball be in the top five of the words to describe Chris Angel? I yeah, feel name like words to describe. Uh, illusionist. <laughs> yeah, mind freak. <laughs> goofball. Hmm, goofball. Okay. Like, yeah, that's one of those answers that one out of a hundred say, and people are like, "What? Why did somebody say that? That's weird." Yeah, mm-hmm. this could be a one where then, like, the uh, mind freaks all uh, come out of the woodwork and like say, "Like, hey, you need to do this," and then we're starting our own Chris Angel Mind Freak podcast. Yeah, Let's do that, uh, Rob. Are you a big magic guy? I want to know. I know you like the Orlando Magic. But are, are you? <laughs> no, a magic not guy? really. Not really. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then number two, Robin Akiva, our sketchy salesman. This is inspired by two board okay. games I was playing, um, Snake Oil and Taboo. Robin Akiva call random guests like Puya or Mike Bloom and oh. both try to sell them a product like a pet shark or a hair growing cream. Uh, let me just uh, put a pin in this right now. Uh, Puya, uh, if, if myself use- or Akiva called you up one day to try to sell you something, would you, would mm-hmm. you be interested I mean, give me the pitch, right? I, I'm always down to listen, but but I feel like I feel like low key when you tried to prank the listeners, you mm-hmm. called me and yeah. tried to prank me with some something like that, anyways. So, oh, we did call you during yeah, the prank. Yeah. That was when yeah. Peyton Manning was considering a run for the Senate, I believe. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> How would you Wild feel? Time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, um, the the yeah. only twist would be that they can't use a certain word. Like for example, Rob has to sell someone a pet shark, where Akiva has to sell them. Never mentioning ice, uh, neither can use the word water. Okay, let's hear that sentence again. Rob has to sell <laughs> someone a pet shark, mm-hmm. while Akiva has to sell them, oh, never melting ice. Neither mm-hmm. can use the word water. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You want to try? Uh, Aki- uh, Puya, we really want to sell you uh, a pet shark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think okay. about that? It's cheap. Swims in a tank. Yeah. Swims Here's the tank. good thing Don't about the shark. In the tank. Let me sell you. Let me sell you on the shark. Okay. So the shark uh, 
can live in your sink, okay? Imagine this. Mm-hmm. Dishes a mile high. Shark swims around, eats everything on the dishes. You end up with happy shark, fed shark, clean dishes. Where is the problem? Ooh. You don't have a dishwasher. Now you do. Someone do call it a fish washer. The shark? That's my question. Do you I get can you name the shark? Yeah. Or, yeah. or is the shark pre-named? No. Well, we named our shark. It's Sharky, but you can name it whatever it's you want. It's a rescue. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a rescue. Cool. You could rename the shark like a duck. Mm-hmm. Is that what would sell you on spending our yeah. hard-earned money on a shark that washes dishes? <laughs> Listen, if I am told that I have to do dishes on Christmas Day, let me hear mm-hmm. the shark dishes. Yeah, he wants <laughs> But that's not all, Puya. If you act now, we'll also throw in something very special. Oh, I'm all ears. What is this something special? Akiva? What? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's buy one shark. Uh, get the second shark for free. No, get never melting ice. <laughs> oh, never melting ice. So oh, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. The never melting ice. Um, it does not melt. So if you, you want to have a drink, the beginning of an Among Us stream, and you're like, you know what? I cannot get up for the next eight hours. Because I can't, I can't leave the, I can't leave the stream. Who knows what Liana will do on stream if I leave? <laughs> so you're going to put the ice in, and it will be there for eight hours later when you're finishing up playing at one in the morning. Your drink will still be full of ice. Is this as big as a regular cube of ice? How, what's the size of this? What's the size of this ice cube? Yeah, it's regular ice. It does right. sing. Yeah, it's Liana, ice, Liana, you looked incredulous. What? That was a bad question. I think it's a fair question. I mean, you have small glasses at your house. No, we have regular size glasses. (laughs) I feel like what I I just out of all the questions you could ask, that's that's what I thought. That's a fair question. We're sharing this never melting ice thing. Like, what? Mm -hmm. what How many do I get? How much do I have to pay? (laughs) Are they reusable? Are they reusable? Does the shark wash them just fine, or does it choking hazard for the shark? Mm. There's so many questions. Don't keep them around the shark because the shark is cold blooded. Mm. Does this also come with a Shrek cookie <laughs> container? You're asking a lot of questions today, but when we made that bet, you jumped in with two feet. So, <laughs> like, what is that? that Don't is ask. Presently, yeah, you'll find out when you. <laughs> I'd rather have a shark with never melting ice. Okay, uh, I hope you two consider my ideas. In addition to these ideas, I have a mm-hmm. lot of weird pizza delivery stories. Uh, thanks for okay. making my job better every day. Sincerely, Josh, the pizza guy. Boy, uh, I bet Chewbacca's dad would love hearing about some of those pizza stories. That's right. Uh, okay, <laughs> Akiva, then a special P.S. Don't mm-hmm. hate on Magic the Gathering, Akiva. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even I don't know anything about Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I, isn't isn't Dom from Dom and Colin like one of the best Magic the Gathering players? <laughs> Is he? Is he like a, a he's like a pro, I think. I think he's like very good at Magic the Gathering. Won something for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, but I don't know anything about it. I don't remember hating on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So, uh, Josh, I, I do think of, of the things you mentioned in this letter, uh, I feel like that uh, your pizza delivery stories uh, yes. seems like the best I- idea. I feel like that... Yeah, send us one of the stories for next yeah, week, I feel like Josh. That Matt Stewart pitched us once upon a time on Tales from the Gig Economy. I feel like that that's the closest yeah. we've come to okay, people mm-hmm. are gonna share some of their uh, wild occupation stories with us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that could be a lot of fun. I feel like there's a lot of random stuff that happens in yeah. different occupations. Yeah. That well, just, just throw it out there. Um, it's just so, and also uh, plug another podcast that we did this week. We had Cindy Hall from Survivor Guatemala on the podcast. Uh, that She was on Talking with T-Bird and she said, hey, I've got a story you're not going to believe. We brought her back. And she told a, a very interesting, crazy story that what about some like uh, episode that's kind of like the moth? Uh, like we sort of have like uh, like maybe three people that have a, a, a wild story they want to tell us, Akiva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we did mention this in an early episode. I'm all ears. Uh, let's get a couple volunteers for people who want to do it. Is it totally different? You're going to say, yes, it is totally different. But the Renapex where people are like pitching themselves, pitching like, yeah, because Renapex is like, hey, I'm going to tell you why everybody needs to have right. a shark in their kitchen to right, wash right, the right. dishes. Something, something they're passionate about. OK, so it is different. Yeah. If people if we even have like one great sort of the moth style story, I can put up a form and we can try and find people mm-hmm. uh, who do that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And if Josh has have one sort of great pizza delivery story. Uh, I think that, you know, that that's the spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Leon or Puya, did you guys have anything else to pitch mailbag wise? So I do. I have an idea that I think you guys have talked about before, but you've brought up the I love the 80s. I love the 90s. Yes, kind best of week ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So best week ever kind of like was one version of that. And so I think that, and it was mentioned, I think Akiva mentioned it, the fact that you guys maybe have a lot of young listeners because so I was born in 1991 and I learned a lot about the eighties from, I love the eighties. And so I feel like if you guys do an, I love the nineties, I love the aughts kind of like early aughts kind of thing, then that can be very educational. I think it's structured banter. You guys can discuss, you know, various things that you're interested. We can have the listeners submit ideas. And then you can do it that way. So it's a little bit more, not so narrow focused in terms of just picking one day, but doing a little bit more broad. A year. You could pick a year. Yeah. So you could pick like 1999 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like that was pretty iconic for Backstreet Boys in sync. Um, especially I've seen so many TikTok memes where they play music or show, you know, things from, from the nineties or the, the early aughts that, yeah. you know, our young, young kids don't know about. So, uh, yeah, we did the two podcasts, uh, focused on a day. Uh, mm-hmm. this would be so like, are we putting like a year into, is, is it sort of like a, a random number generator between 2000 and 2009, where we are going to talk about all things from that year, like all about. Well, I think it's 1990 to 99. She wants. I think she wants an. I love. Well, you can do. I'm I'm flexible on on the specific year. I think if there are particular things that you guys would want to address, that you're yeah. like, man, I really need to explain this, then that could be a centerpiece for the year, or um, or could help navigate which time period you want to go with. <laughs> I think that we could definitely do uh the 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 aughts. That I mm-hmm. think that like the first half of the nineties. What's that? Like I love the, I love the aughts is a worse name for a podcast than I love the nineties. <laughs> I love the zeros. Two thousands. What? Are, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. See, it's not everybody even knows. Like the aughts are like it never fully caught on. It does. It's it's a mouthful. It, it's an ugly looking word. A U. Yeah, I love the two thousands. Or if you pick a year, it would be like I love two thousand and one. I love two thousand and two. It's a little weird. I love two thousand and one. The Space Odyssey. The movie, yeah. yeah. No, okay. Not exactly what I meant, but uh, so like 2004, um, 2000, so it's like, I love 2004, okay? Okay. <laughs> and like, what are we talking about? What's going on Movies, in 2004? TV, yeah, pop exactly. culture phenomenon, uh, mm-hmm. ads. 
Strange yeah. but true news. The election. Mm-hmm. Like the, the thing that I like, I remember uh, that's how I learned a about. down year for um, Survivor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Because I just think about all the things that I learned about, like, especially I remember like the Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan, Jeff Galuli thing was discussed on, I, you know, on those TV mm-hmm. shows. And so uh, really uh, informative for me when I was growing up. And so is I there think a if panel you or is it just there. us? Yeah, I mean, you know, the I love the '80s, I love the '90s, where the the panel. Um, I don't know if you could get Michael Ian Black. I wonder what he's up to these days. Mo Rock. He's doing but, a lot of stuff. Yeah, Lonnie Love. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, it could just be you guys. You could bring on someone else, a fun guest, the guy from Always Anthrax, right? <laughs> so they have pop culture. Yeah, people, I feel like so. that we should. I we I think we should probably have at least a third uh, a third person. Uh, mm-hmm. And love the 90s or the US. well uh, yeah and and um maybe a woman who might have a different perspective on like uh certain certain uh you know fads or things that might have been going on that we might mm-hmm. have yeah so mm-hmm. I, I like this idea yeah but do you do we, we want the 90s or the aughts or or random do what we, do we want how about this what what if we uh either a let it be a random number generator or mm-hmm. uh we do a random number generator and let the audience vote on the year Vote on the year, or, or and is it like 1994 versus 2006? Like it's one for I don't each think we should. Or- like I feel like that we should be from like 1995 on because I feel like if it's 1991, I feel like that yeah. neither of us are going to be particularly useful. Right, I was just like, talking to Liana well, about uh, it. Uh, you know, yeah. Operation Desert Storm was yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it was like. Yeah, you're yeah, like everyone everyone in school was just talking about like Saddam Hussein. That was a big topic mm-hmm. in 1991. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I feel like that uh, it's got to be probably like ninety five on, and probably let uh, you know for branding purposes, I feel like we should stick to the two thousands. Okay, cool. Okay. And then yeah, yeah. so we, uh, do we get yeah, we could maybe pick four poll. random years and have a poll or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Puya, any thoughts on this? I mean, I like it. I like. It. I feel like I have not watched any of the I Love, so I don't know much from the eighties. I don't know mm-hmm. much from like a lot of my pop culture knowledge. All my general knowledge is from ninety two after. So right. I would, I would be, I would, I would love the to see you know other people learn about stuff that happened during that time. Uh, what about zero hour? Is there anything with the zeros? Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I hear you. you. Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe someone has a great name also for for this episode. Not zero dark thirty. Yeah. All right. What do you think about us giving uh, a veto to a podcast guest in 2021? So I feel like this is interesting. I don't like that it's kind of like the money in the bank briefcase where just one person gets this mm-hmm. and it's like fr- like anyone can use it because I do yeah. think that could get used I, January 15th. It could it could literally get used the first episode in or it could be just like in that week someone doesn't really like the idea and they use it but then everyone else likes it like Rob said I do think that that's not going to be great. I do like the idea that it's something that is I don't know. Someone can maybe earn it at some point. Just, I don't know how. I don't know. But I, so I like what I'm saying is I like your idea of like a third veto that is more of a veto available to one of the guests. But I don't think it should just be there in case of emergency break glass. Uh, take okay. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should rethink the idea of the veto. Like maybe that we could have a veto at any point, but there is a penalty for doing the veto. Like uh, mm-hmm. for for instance. 
Uh, we like you could use the veto, use the veto any week, but there is a there is a punishment attached to uh, said veto. Just throwing some ideas out there. All right, that's interesting. Yeah, man, like, yeah, the, the Supreme Court's heads are exploding right now. <laughs> um, so, 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 sorry, would this be the punishment for the guests or for you guys? Punishment for us. Punishment for us. Ah. Uh, Rob, <laughs> Rob is gonna do uh, do the veto, but then has to, uh, you know, uh, drink a, a glass of uh, pickle juice and seeds or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, so, okay. some, there's some so that, sort of a he three everything bagels during the podcast. <laughs> there's yeah, there's that the veto is available, but at what cost? Okay, and maybe right. there's like rising it. costs throughout the year. Yeah, and yeah, I, I like that, and we could you know could play with it because we still have our vetoes. Uh, mm-hmm. our punishment vetoes council for... can uh, do some work on that. So, oh yeah, that's good. That's good work for the punishment council. But you guys, mm-hmm. you guys don't use your vetoes anyway. Well, we're, maybe we'd use them if you know we if, yeah, if we knew we, we had gotta, another we one. Save them for emergency. Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh, yeah. I see. Okay, so you have unlimited vetoes, but it comes with the punishment. Yeah, yes. and the second veto, okay, you're like gotcha. getting if, like flogged in the town square. <laughs> By the third veto, you have to like go to the room. What if oh, the, yeah. the vetoes have like a quicksand um, mechanic to them, so that they don't get both saved for a rainy day all the way to the end of the year? With that yeah, that we were discussing that just now. Also, yeah. like that one is like has to be done by June 30th or something. That's mm-hmm. not a bad idea. Okay, uh, Keith, we haven't heard any ideas from the listeners yeah. yet. Sure. Okay, this is from Greg. Greg Greg's idea is titled Chappelle Show. It, he says, when this Done. lands on the wheel... Put it on the wheel. Okay. <laughs> when this lands on the wheel, you contact Chappelle and he chooses what to do. Maybe it's a new idea he wants to bring in. Maybe choose something off the wheel. Maybe as guests. Maybe not. In three episode seven, movie, whatever. In Chappelle's world, we're just living in it. Mostly <laughs> just to get Chappelle on more often because he is hilarious. Sayeth Greg. Okay. So this is interesting. So it's sort of like that we are, uh, what do they call this like with a, uh, with a network? Like a, de- we have like a development deal with, uh, yes. Chappelle. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So, we have a development deal. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, uh, uncancelable. You know, like he, he gets it no matter what. There's nothing we can do. We have no say. He is, he is full edit on the final product. Mm, unless you veto it and take the punishment. Ooh, yes, that's true. But we wouldn't know necessarily <laughs> we what it was. Veto it yeah. like we can't veto it like Saturday at four when we're recording. He's like, all right, guys, like, I hope you watched, you know, season three, episode seven right. of The Honeymooners. Well, we're let's like, ask no, no, no. him if he's up for it. I would yeah. put this on the wheel. We'll put it on next week. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I like, I like this a lot. Um, I do like the idea. So let's say Saturday, uh, you know, in the middle of the afternoon, it turns Chappelle's show. Do you call him? Onto the show right then and there. Similar to how you've like called Aisha while you're recording. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Oh, and he says like, "Here's what my idea is for next week." Right. We so, can try oh, it. That's good. I've never yeah. called him like uh, just uh, you know unannounced. Right. Hmm. I feel like if you let him know ahead of time, like this is what we'll do, yeah. and then if he misses the call, you spin the wheel, you move on. He's missed his chance. It'll stay on the wheel mm-hmm. for like a next time. Oh, so he has to answer in order to redeem. Yes. yes. Because then that way you don't have to like, 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 okay, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, chances are he's going to be recording some podcast. Yeah, so (laughs) I think he should get like the, 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 you know, he gets the the week and then, you know, well, we can text him. Like, are you available Mm -hmm. for, right? And he could let us know the idea also. I don't know if it's during the week or during the episode. It can't be like, and when we come on, because Mm -hmm. I assume it usually involves some prep, usually. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. So let's find out from Chappelle if he's up for that. Um, the Honorable Lindsay the Otter from the Renap Supreme Court says, so you just, guys just covered, you've covered some TGIF shows like Dinosaurs and Perfect Strangers and now Family Matters. What if there was a wheel with the rest of the season three, episode seven shows just for TG that were just on TGIF? Those shows are step by step 
Hanging with Mr. Cooper, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Boy Meets World, Full House, and Sister Sister. Okay. Um, I feel like that. Don't we already have Boy Meets World, or did that look come out yes, of the fishbowl? No, Boy Meets World is in the fishbowl. Okay. None of these other shows are. Yes. Uh, by the way, did you see that Dinosaurs was coming to Disney Plus? Yes. Coming to Disney Plus every episode. Um, yeah, listen, there, there's so many streaming services that they're like really promoting dinosaurs as if it was like a hit show mm-hmm. because they're, they're just like killing each other for content. And so yeah. like they have to split it between 12 networks now. How come Full House never made it into the fishbowl? Uh, I have suggested multiple times and someone, I won't say who, but he's the other host of the show, always rejects it. I, I always reject Full House as being oh, se- yeah. season three. Multiple times. I would love to put Phil yeah, Haas in the fishbowl. Do you remember why I, I, I said it, it was no good? We have to ask Will, but I don't remember why, but I think you've rejected it twice. Is it a very special it? episode that's inappropriate or something? So. I don't even think we looked at even the yeah. episode. I think you A were dog like, walks into the Tanners and Joey and the girls like her and would like to keep her. Oh, this is the Comet origin story. Danny doesn't like Ooh. dogs because oh, it's, it's a pet-friendly uh, podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Jesse doesn't like her because she keeps going on his bed. Um, you think it's like a too beloved thing, which is no, what you said. Uh, I don't think so. No, we didn't. We never even perhaps, looked at which episode. Uh, per- it was yeah, for. perhaps I might have uh, felt that way early on, but I would definitely do talk about uh, Full House season three, episode seven. All right, let's put Full House in the. We have an open spot from last week. Let's put Full House. What's, uh, sa- what's the, the in- sound for going in the fishbowl? Is it the regular sound? Uh, mm, I never remember. I don't know. I think we came up with something once and forgot it. <laughs> okay. All right. There you we go. We need like we need somebody. Season we need like a stat. <laughs> we need like a stat person here who like remembers the things from this show. That's supposed to be Will from America. I know. I know. Navi said she'd do it. Also, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't remember it. We've been doing this for a long time. I don't remember some of the origin stuff, honestly. Okay. All right. What else? Somebody sent in like a best of 2020. Um, oh yes, uh, that, that uh, ba- oh uh, uh, a podcast for uh, Renat Best of Twenty Twenty, like an idea, and I didn't remember ever record. Like I had no recollection of of what they were talking about. Either. Okay, maybe like, I'm getting old. That were the best of twenty twenty. No, someone's like a keyboard rant about something, and I had no recollection of the rant of saying it or anything about it. Yeah, hmm. are we interested in uh, like what were the best Renat episodes of twenty twenty? Just for um, historical interested purposes. For what? Like telling people yeah, next what? for next I, week. Do we want to know? Do we want to hear hear what the the best of the year was? I mean, how who's going to tell us what the best of the year was? The listeners. Oh, so you mean we make a poll, but just for the best ten, not for the or worst ten? People want to write in and tell us for whatever reason uh, what the be- what the best of the year were. Yeah, if you email in your top ten, uh, Renap at robiswebsite dot Because we'll, here's the uh, challenge: we'll, we don't we'll remember anything that's more than two months old. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It all blurs together. Uh, well, the year started. I'm looking at what episode the year started with. It started with Oral History of the Sleepover podcast. Very, very strong. Wow. Yeah. That was 65. But that also feels like seven to eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like. Robin was smarter ago. than a sixth grader with Maddie. That was, you know, January of this year. Mm-hmm. But she's then, like, like completely grown up now. Yeah. Now she's a 12th grader. But then, like, Robin <laughs> Keeva, enjoy the view. That feels very recent. So I don't know. Some of this stuff mm-hmm. is uh, confusing to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, anything? Anything else? Somebody said, "Hey, I really like that Akiva's passionate about um, about ideas. What about um, doing other shows that Akiva's been passionate about?" And Charlie says, "I just finished, finished listening to the Seinfeld recap of the Strongbox. At the beginning of the episode, Akiva talks about his love of the show Sequest DSV. Like Rob, I was quite surprised that it, he would enjoy. Is that a, a joke? Sh- you, you really like Sequest DSV? <laughs> they, they, I must have said it on the Seinfeld podcast that Akiva <laughs> would enjoy reading a science fiction show." I'm not sure how much meat is on the bones, but this episode but is pretty But you earnestly like it, or you just said that as a joke? I did like it, but I, I mean, I don't want to cover it, but I like the was idea that he Was it because it was on Sundays after NFL games, and you just like Probably. had the TV on? 
Yeah, I mean, that's how everything. I, I, I mean, Pui and Leon are younger than us. So, like, let's tell them this. Like, you didn't used to watch TV because you liked the show. You used to like it because, like, that was what was, was on next. And you couldn't, like, go online because it didn't really exist in an exciting formula. Like, maybe AOL existed at certain mm-hmm. point. Like, all you could do, guys, was watch TV or, like, go to Blockbuster and get a movie. I, I so, love no, that we grew up we're that young. Way. Like, I. You know, I I feel flattered, but I definitely I'm went complimenting you as, as a young age. Oh, we look young. I think is what he's trying. Yeah, you guys look young. Um, yeah, no, of course. I remember that. I remember um, like at, trying to time it right so I could watch certain VH1 shows. Um, like when my parents would leave the house, so I could sneak and watch TV. It was, mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's a complicated time. So that's a good question, Rob. What was your gonna watch, but not when my parents are around show? Uh, uh no and like a dream like, on uh, yeah I, I i don't know that uh I'm, I'm trying to think of like uh yeah i i don't know like anything on hbo yeah i i was i was not really thinking hbo i was thinking but mine was dawson's creek but also uh sisters Wh- why on did Saturday you, you have to wait for your parents to leave because that you would have control my, of the remote well because the first no like the why first of all i had a tv in my room so it was more like they wouldn't come in there was no lock Mm-hmm. so it was like what do they watch and my parents you know my dad's a rabbi like they weren't like so I mean obviously they weren't like that conservative with this stuff because Akiva, like I, had a, I forbid yeah. you if I catch you watching Dawson's Creek again not under my roof no I mean obviously I don't they care weren't so what strict. you think about Pacey I had like cable with like HBO and Cinemax in my room so like they weren't that strict maybe they were dumb because I was their oldest kid but like, but the the show I remember not wanting them to know I watched was Sisters, which was on Saturday nights on NBC, only because it was like it was like an old lady show, and I was embarrassed that they like they would like make fun of me and like give me wedgies for your parents for watching. <laughs> it was like with do you remember that show? It was like with Seal Award and like George Clooney was on the first couple seasons before he got too famous, so they blew him up. In yeah, a car Sisters bomb. is a American family drama which aired on NBC for six seasons from May 1991. Okay, cover that on I Love 1991 to May 4th, 1996. The series was created. Uh, okay, and it was uh, four different sisters living in Winnetka, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And their deceased father uh, had been absent. He was a workaholic. And their long-suffering mother, Beatrice, turned to alcoholism to cope with neglect. It sounds like a kind of a dark show, Akiva. It was. It's like a, it was like a Saturday night soap opera. It was like with four, with four women. Oh, uh, wait. Hold on a second, Akiva. For the yes. first two seasons, each episode began with the sister's weekly ritual of chatting in a steam bath together is that how they got you i mean i was eight probably not but uh i do remember that but i would remember like being embarrassed i probably like flipped the channels you get very good at at um changing Mm -hmm. the remote when you have your tv in your room and like the door could open anytime so i'd always have espn on last like not that i was like watching something like widely inappropriate function was close last function and like sometimes Mm -hmm. one of my Clickers, one of my remotes, like it, it always took a couple hits, um, which was very upsetting. But like, yeah, last, and, and even if you weren't watching last, you go back. ESPN was fifty when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You just clicked. It was thirty six at one point, then fifty. You just go back and like go to that channel. So you always have last on on, on call, even if you weren't actually watching that last. Mm-hmm. Little, little tip when you're if watching you take sisters a time machine, on NBC, you, <laughs> you take a time machine back to nineteen ninety six. A little tip for you, youngins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, last button. Yeah, I don't lives. even remember how we got here. So we're talking about Sequest DSV. Yeah, no, are there I, any I, sharks I on that show, Akiva? 
I think, I think there were. They were always in the ocean. I, I, I remember liking it. And the guy, I believe, the star of the show died very young. Jonathan Brandis, is that his yeah. name? Yeah, yep. Um, but I don't, I don't know other than, uh, like, I, I don't really want to watch that, but it's, yeah. it's a funny call. <laughs> it seems guy. so weird to me that you like, you famously know, hate science like you, fiction. You wrote in just I, to like, yeah, I was uh, like, I like Star Trek and I, I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Uh, and I could not get into that show. Yeah. Well, how about this? I don't like science fiction in space. Maybe like Star Wars, you Star like Trek, underwater Star science collection. fiction. And but on the I mean like lost this sort of science fiction on land and so is um because you hate like aliens yeah yeah okay uh, wh- what else uh, Terminator uh, I had never seen the Terminator movies mm. but like I guess, yeah but science fiction in the sea I guess I'm okay with <laughs> Finding Nemo I don't think Finding <laughs> Nemo is science fiction <laughs> well I mean it's not real like fish can't talk. I think it's that, just that's- fiction. It's no <laughs> I don't think it's based I, in science. Everything's science. Liana's our science expert. Yeah, Liana, yeah. Yeah, Liana is, is, is Finding Nemo science fiction. <laughs> Animated children's fiction. There is a shark in that too, Puya. Mm-hmm. There, is. there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bruce. Okay. Um, want one more? Um, sure. Okay, this is from Alec. Alec Hester, I believe. Yes. Uh, he says, this episode's called Robin Akiva Learn to Be Happy. I'm an expert in happiness yes. science, and I can send you guys three to four easy happiness exercises to do if and when it comes up on the wheel. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, nothing that requires actual exercise. What a burn. Now I'm not happy, Alex. Yes. You, messed, you messed up. <laughs> yeah. uh, when the episode records, we talk about why the exercises work for lots of people and whether or not they work for you. The exercises could include things like taking a science-based personality test, doing a thing on your one thing on your to-do list that you've been putting off, cutting screen time off 30 minutes before bed. I, I'm already unhappy reading this. Or keeping a gratefulness journal for a week. That is a punishment. Yeah. Uh, which Rob already knows because he chatted. He, he did a podcast. Yes, with you I did a podcast happened. that was very similar to this uh, with yeah. Alec uh, in like June or July. Yeah. If you do well, he says you inspire people. And if you fail horribly, it'll be even more fun. Technically, it's less work than watching a movie. No, keeping a journal is much more work than watching a movie, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. And I don't care even if you dry, drag my signs through the mud. Feel free to pitch it out, uh, pitch it or throw it out. Uh, alternatively, you could live by a self-help book. Someone could send us a self-help book, and we just follow that to a T mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, I thought what that's not exactly this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not about happiness. <laughs> I mean, comedy comes from misery, right? Yeah. So, yeah. are you threatening the show by doing yeah. something yeah. like this? Why well, he's threatening the show by making me keep a journal for a week? Like, I have no interest in doing. I it. mean, I that like might be funny. Week, you're gonna have three journal-based pitches now that Akiva. <laughs> no. so again. Or that's the punishment for the veto. Ooh, for keep a, a diary for a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a to keep journal. A journal, gratefulness. Journal. One of the reasons I never did. You ever keep a diary, Rob? Uh, I think I, I tried at different points to do journaling, mm-hmm. and I did when Alec was on the podcast. Uh, try to keep a gratitude journal, uh, but I mm-hmm. found that. It was like I didn't have a good time to do it. I was trying to do it like well, I was like, all right, I'm going to brush my teeth, but then you know I'm right-handed, so sort of like, all right, let me think about what to, what to write in there. Hmm. I hear you. Um, I was yeah, writing I never, like a, like I had a really good sandwich today. I think our AP Psych teacher, who I talked about that class last week, I think she made us keep a journal at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I my problem this will, probably won't surprise Rob or longtime listeners or Liana. But my handwriting is so bad that mm-hmm. I can't read my own handwriting what? at all. 
No way. Not it's so bad I cannot read it at all. So keeping a journal for me is literally useless. I have like I don't have journals from when I was little, but I have like fake sports seasons I made where like I didn't have any brothers. So like, all right, 1994 NFL season. And I like fake made all the games and played like played the Jets on on like a video game. But before you can make your own season, but like inserted all the scores. But I can't read it because my handwriting has always been illegible. Mm, I so. was going to say, if it was legible, you could cover it on your, you know, I love the 1994 podcast. What yeah. was mm-hmm. fake season sports? I have, I have, I have that journal. Like some of it I could see, like, also I made the schedule myself. I made an NFL schedule, but like accidentally, I think the Seahawks and the Packers play like five weeks in a row. I just never noticed. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I, I had to make a whole schedule by myself. Make um, such a this is primo uh, 32 fans off season content. I know. I know. That is, that is very Chestery of what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I used to like. I, I didn't have any brothers. You had to entertain yourself when I when I was you know when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, no mm-hmm. journals for me. Um, Puya, do you have any ideas for us? Uh, well, I wanted to ask: um, Would you, would the two of you like to take a a voyage on a trail again at some? Is point? this a Sequest like- DSV rewatch? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rob already sent me underwater once, Puya, and he it was, it was and he was like, "I got you. <laughs> I'll take you there." Mm-hmm. But I feel like you know, there's there's a you know, uh, this is obviously me talking about a sequel to the Oregon Trail, which I mm-hmm. was lucky to be on with yes. you at once. Should we go to the Yukon Trail or the Amazon Trail? There are options out there. Mm-hmm. So those are sequels to the Oregon Trail. Well, yeah, they, they would be sequels to the podcast. I mean, they'd be their own like trip. And there's a zombie one also that people have. Yeah, said. but it's Ooh. the same game. Is that the idea? No, I think it's a similar it's game, but it's different. Game. Yeah, yeah, similar but different. Zombie one is, I think, like a hacked version of Oregon Trail, maybe mm-hmm. sort of. Ooh, uh, we're, we're anti-hackings on this podcast. Are we? Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's up it's up to uh, it's up to Rob. Yeah, that was one of our. I mean, most yeah, that was episodes. a big hit. I mean, I think it's sort of mm-hmm. like uh, we were had like a real murderers row, uh, like in the summer of 2019. Uh, we had yeah. like a lot of big shows all in a row, and I think that was part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what do you think? What do you think about going back to the well for for the? Yeah, Yukon I have trail? no idea how the game if if it's if it's a similar yeah. functionality or the way that it works. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, Can somebody I, I test the game up. or other games for us offline and let us know. Yeah, like I looked it up while we were talking here, and I, I believe it's the same website that you got the Oregon Trail from, Rob, that has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never played it, so yeah, I, I would think maybe if anything, pause for a week, someone tries it out, sees if it works well yeah, and we everything. Could okay. Well, did we get anybody together. who is like knowledgeable about this to sort of just like let us know if there's anything that we should know about this? Mm-hmm. Of, uh, <laughs> like, I actually know that it doesn't work or or whatever, and then uh, if it all checks out, we'll put it on the wheel. Okay, cool. Okay. Rob murder me again. <laughs> Liana, did you have any pitches besides <laughs> no. uh, I love the zeros? No, I think that's it. That's all I have. Okay. All right. So uh, let's talk about what is currently on the state of the wheel. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll go ahead and uh, look at that. This is going to be our Christmas weekend episode. Uh, not taking a week off. Look at us. Well, I mean, I don't really celebrate Christmas, so mm-hmm. not a big sacrifice for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I should offer to do the dishes at Puy and Liana's house. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, season three, episode seven is back in the mix. As this is the mm-hmm. coin flip, the crappy movie diaper. Can the people's choice come up again, Akiva? 
I think it gets a week off. Okay. I, don't, I never remember. You ask me the same question, and I give 10 different answers okay. that I don't remember. Uh, the Price is Right. Puya, You Are a Shark Week uh, is on the wheel. Then we yeah. have spinoffs are trash. Oh, that should have been a lead-in where uh, Liana, I could have said that, you know, based on the popular Choose Your Own Adventure book, You Are a Shark. Uh, <laughs> would you be interested in your very own shark? Yeah, maybe that. I would have... Yeah. Uh, Chomped at the bit for that one. Do you, do you like <laughs> air animals, land animals, or animals that you would see on Sequest DSV? No, uh, only an Airbud fan here. Mm, okay, Beethoven was better. Oh, Airbud. Maybe we could watch an Airbud for the crack movie diaper. Did you yep. make fake seasons of Airbud as well? <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I I never watched Airbud when I was a kid. Yeah, do you watch it now? I, no, I guess I don't. But my kids might like it. Maybe I should. Well, there's I guess, a bunch yeah, of Airbud movies, but I I yes, think that they're also different sports. There's like well, there's Airbud movies, and then there's like a new sequel franchise of Airbud where it's mm-hmm. like uh like little like golden retriever puppies, and there's like five of them, and they all talk. But I kind of feel like that they have uh not aged uh well, and I think that there might have been some issues with like uh. I don't know if the treatment of the animals was also great. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to just do some research into uh, that before we could talk about putting that on the wheel. Okay. okay. Uh, Robert Akiva invented the game show, but it's in quicksand. Uh-oh. Quicksand. Month and a half. Okay. Uh, Renap X, the sequel mechanism, the match game, HGTV shows are trash. Okay. The star, tr- Robert Akiva get trekked. We have AITA. Gen Z shows are trash and the best week ever. That's what's on the mm-hmm. wheel right now. By the way, last week when I was like trying to make it a contest between this and another show, and I went, to, I, I picked Prices Right. I didn't realize the sequel mechanisms, which probably had the best chance, are not on Will's forum. So I didn't even think about them when I was when I was looking. But okay, maybe maybe a uh, maybe what a is Census in the sequel two, mechanism right now? It's, it's Census, Census Two and. Uh, um, something else something else i'll get there okay all right let's see what is going to come up in episode one thir- oh, hot take tournament yeah oh hot take tournament okay all right episode 113 mm-hmm. here we go <laughs> there'll be a lot of liana on this podcast as yeah well. it is oh the crappy movie diaper oh wow oh liana oh a big reaction here. from liana for the crappy I'm movie just, diaper. i'm rooting for mac and me i've been rooting for mac and me out of the crappy movie diaper for such a long okay. time and so i i oh my gosh all right I'm, I'm well nervous. let's do it i got a i got a message this week from i forget who it was but it was one of our more serious listeners and they're like oh i got it for it. oh it was from tate uh tate who designed uh, liana's hat and Tate was like, "You gotta put Mac and me in the crap movie diaper." Like, like yeah, dude, it's, it's, I know Tate. It's the where first, have you it's been? been for two years. Okay, yeah. He's an All right. Guy. So oh, let's man. check in with the crappy movie diaper, uh, yeah. featuring such hits as Kazam, <laughs> Mac and Me, Dunstan checks in. Cats is still in the crappy movie diaper. Uh, <laughs> Could 2020 go by the boards without us watching Cats? It feels <laughs> like it feels like that that would be a perfect end to 2020 of mm-hmm. us finally having to watch Cats. Uh, Theodore Rex. Okay, so also we have two Whoopi movies uh, yeah. right now in there. Um, uh, or or is that the current uh, Whoopi Cushion movie? I, Theodore Whoopi Rex. Cushion Theodore. Yeah. yeah, Ed is there. Uh, mm-hmm. Money Plane is it? Yeah. Is money? I think Money Plane is expired. Yeah, I think Money Plane's out. That was that was yeah. a... Uh, let's I'm, let's I'm, lose Money Plane. Weekend okay. at Bernie's 2 and mm-hmm. Chairman of the Board, the Carrot Top <laughs> film. 
Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oof. Uh, Puya, do you have a random number generator? Can you help us out here? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, between yeah. what are the numbers here? Because I don't have my sequel dice. I think that's in my my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, so it, it's between one and eight. I yeah. will assign Ideally, them all the numbers. You are you supposed you're, you're supposed to have right. a crappy movie diaper filled with all these movies. Yeah. Akiva. Yeah, I don't know. I moved. I don't have that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we should put all the crappy movies in Shrek's head and then go. Did you do that? Man, you gotta warn somebody before you just crack one off. My mouth was opening everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that fits. That's the perfect spot for it. Yeah. Low key, though. Yeah. I think that that motion to put all the crappy movies into Shrek's mouth. I support that. Because uh, there is no better avatar for crappy movies. Then Shrek. <laughs> Word right. chosen wisely. Yeah, <laughs> Avatar indeed. Yeah. I put, I put, do you have a number? I do. Okay. It's Mambo number three. <sighs> okay. What do you got? A drum roll? Next week. Hold on. Uh, drum, yeah. All right, here we go. Next week. Uh, it's Dunstan checks in. Oh boy! Now you have a veto. Uh, if if it's a veto, we go back to the wheel, or we go back to the crappy. Yeah, we movie? go back. I think we go back to the wheel. I think that's how it works. Hmm. Didn't you use your veto on Eddie last time? Yeah, yes. that's where it went last yeah. year. So that was also in the, was that also yeah. in the crappy movie diaper? That would mm-hmm. be. Hmm. See, I would veto this, uh, but I would want to pick a different movie. I feel like, uh, like uh, I really feel like that the two monkey movies, uh, Dunstan checks in and Ed. <laughs> we're like, who's who's this for? Why? Why watch we, both of them? What if we watch both of them? Then, both please? monkey movies. <laughs> yeah, Robin and Keep a Monkey them. Business. Yes, and we call it Monkey Business. Hmm. I gotta, I gotta watch two monkey movies. You can watch them on two X. I tried to watch Dunstan Checks In with my kids. Uh, you said you liked it. You reported I, back a couple months ago. I said I liked it. it. I feel like my kids yeah. weren't that into it. I've not seen this since I was a kid. So. What do you think? Has Jason said, what do you think about watching two monkey movies? Liana, uh, with that, okay, you have your finger on the pulse. What, what do you think the reaction is to these monkey movies? <sighs> Double monkey movies. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, would it's, keep you know, up thematically with lumpy. <laughs> that's right or whatever the um the gorilla movie uh, mm-hmm. i believe that akiva's kids called this yeah uh, yeah i mean they definitely go together in terms of the fact the the monkey involvement here is this against the rules though no, you know we I could mean, knock out some... two monkey movies well, we in one shot out, we just took out money plane without any sort of oh, bring it back and call it monkey plane <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> get these mother effing monkeys yeah, I feel off like my well, if, I, if I may um, make a comment so you're t- saying if you would use this veto if you stayed in the diaper right but so I my question is promise him that. do you have two entries of veto right so if, if the wheel turns and it's at the crappy movie diaper if you use your veto then do you go back to the wheel since you've already entered the mm-hmm. diaper do you stay in the diaper when you use the veto I like the idea of watching a movie uh, this week where I feel like that it's sort of a low st- uh, stress thing. We don't have to yeah. book anybody. Mm-hmm. It's a holiday week. It might be tricky to get people. So mm-hmm. I like the idea of doing a movie this week, but these are not the movies that I am excited to do. But uh, <laughs> the idea of combining the two monkey, uh, Robin and Kiva are monkeying around and we watch Dunstan checks in and Ed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
feel like that's something. It's it's really it's a crossover between monkeys and must see TV. Yeah, this is if it must see monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, must see monkey TV or something. <laughs> monkey see TV. I don't know. Monkey Ooh, see TV, TV. Monkey do. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> if, and if there's not a lot of meat on these uh, these monkey bones, Bananas, then you, yeah. know, you got two of them, right? So you yeah. can eat, you know. They've been in the there. I mean, I know Dunstan Jackson has been on the diaper for yes. a while now. Yeah. So. Akiva, yeah. should I watch one and you watch one? That's a funny idea, but I don't know how that's going to work for a podcast. Okay. All right. Uh, well, you did that with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so true. are we are we determining which is better? Which is the better monkey yeah. movie? Dun- yeah, the King of the Monkey movie. Oh, that's good. Yeah. King of the Jungle. King Kong. King of the Jungle. Yeah. King of the Jungle. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. Which one's MVP? Robin Akiva are monkeying around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do it. Akiva, before we start to uh, wrap things up, uh, we got some uh, a late entry from the Renatbot. I don't know if we need to wait until the uh, next uh, Renatbot idea tournament, but uh, what do you think about this one? It's called a uh, a WAP off uh, bracket. You guys vote for the best uh, WAP off podcast <laughs> of all time, and it's uh-huh. uh, the Brant Steel. Brant Steel, like uh, who's in that? Megan the Librarian. Yeah, I, that, I think that's. Uh... First of all, there's no two uh, more qualified guys to comment on the WAP off <laughs> than us. WAP off podcast. <laughs> yes. Okay. The WAP up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> WAP. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you, you, so you're in on this. I mean, I feel you liked Sequest DSV, which was underwater. <laughs> 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 well, you can't say that word. You can't say that word. Oh, no. That's oh, one sorry. of the banned words. Where's the taboo buzzer? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so okay, you're you're at, you're out on that. It's a uh, more of a 32 fans idea. <laughs> yeah, Chester. Chester might like the wop off more. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that chart. Mm-hmm. Okay, like ranking ranking like the 30 filthiest things in that song from mm-hmm. Chester. Yeah. Bracket. Okay. Yeah. All right. In the top. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I guess if the listeners uh, really want it, they could uh, let let us know. All right. So Akiva, a- anything yes. else? No, I'm excited. Listen, this has been a fun year. We still got one or two more. Um, I think next week is technically like the mail spin is mail. The wheel spin is still technically 2020. We saved our vetoes for the last one of the year. Mm-hmm. Next week, oh, we yeah. almost have to veto next week. Must veto. Uh, but who? But who will act first? Could could you? If you can't, if they they say about the veto. If you don't use it, you lose it. So I think next week, if we don't if we don't finish it, it's just gone. Sure. Okay. Can't all bring right. it into. It's like a timeout. Can't bring it we're we're monkeying around. Okay. All right, Puya. Mm-hmm. What's what's next for you? Well, I'll be back talking more ninety day fiance with you, Rob. Uh, this week on Keep Monday. Are you watching ninety day fiance this season? You know, I used to watch 90 Day Fiance religiously, um, and then I have fallen off the last couple of seasons. I was a big culty guy. Why don't you catch uh, up so you could be on the podcast? I, I, how many episodes in are you? Like 20? We're about to start episode three on Sunday. Oh, so we're only so many. Yeah. The yeah. thing about 90 Day Fiance, because Rob and I talked about it uh, with Hannah right on this show uh-huh. a year ago, those episodes are long. Like right, those yeah, are two that's hour why episodes. You, right? that, that you could watch on different speeds. Yeah, right. no, and I know, and a lot of it is filler. Like a lot of it's like, all right, I know. I always had a couple I would skip. Also, there was always like the worst couple of the year. I would just I wasn't podcasting, but mm. I would just completely skip over them. Um, maybe I'll catch up. I don't know. Is this a particularly good season? I know it's uh, 
the show is, it's a great is season. Bigger. It's a great yes. season. Yeah. On fire. So what, I'm what, tell me, tell me like one fact about the, about like the, this, uh, the, the Colt and Larissa from this season. Like who's the star couple? Tell me something about them. I don't know about the star couple. Rob, you take yeah. it away. I know yeah. you want, you're, you want to talk about this. There's a 27 year old man child lives with his parents. Parents mm-hmm. have a ton of oversight into every decision he uh, makes. Uh, mm-hmm. He has uh, met a, a Russian go-go dancer and uh, that he is uh, ve- very thirsty. Uh, mm-hmm. physical. Is she 20 or 40? Because it's really like 20. They're, they're, very, okay. they're very close to the same age. This is okay. uh, yeah, Brandon and Julia. And uh, that uh, they uh, want to, uh, you know, v- very interested in the desires of the flesh, Akiva. Okay. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Mom and dad not approving of this relationship. Have, uh, okay. But again, they have a lot of agency in uh, what Brandon uh, says or does. They mm-hmm. want these two in separate rooms. Uh, Brandon, who is a moron. Uh, has not told uh, his Russian bride about uh, any of these decisions oh, his parents are making. Ah, right. So they're married and or or about to be married. Yeah. Uh, and 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 his parents think they're going to sleep in separate bedrooms. Yes. Also, okay. uh, parents have a, some ideas about uh, birth control that they want to run past Julia. Also, okay. Uh, similarly, right. uh, Brandon has not informed Julia about any of these things before she gets there. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm in. I'm in on Brandon and Julia. I like it. Yeah. Brandon, who is a moron? I like Rob's uh, editorial. <laughs> there is no lie. <laughs> yeah. No lie detected. No lie detected. Okay. Um. All right. So hopefully we get uh, Uncle Kiwi on 90 Day Fiance. Uh. Wrap up. Anything else, Puya? Well, Liana and I will be back talking at the very least, most likely the least, the premiere of The Masked Dancer mm-hmm. coming in in about. Eight days. So that'll be coming. We'll be talking about that. We just wrapped up season four of The Masked Singer. Yeah. So you can find that all both those shows on the reality TV wrap up network. Will The Masked Dancer be a hit? I think the first episode will do well. I I just need to envision it. Like, I understand why The Masked Singer is a hit. Like, singing shows do well. Dancing shows have not, like, there is so you think you could dance or whatever, but like, those are the best stars. Yeah, but those are legitimate stars that you know who's dancing. Like, I, but the I thing is, like you just, with the masks, you don't. Know, you you could pretend know, that they're stars. I think the star quality is going to be lower for the mask dancer than the mask singer, even. Hmm. And I know there was at least one or two people on the mask singer this year that like don't have Wikipedia pages, basically. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Okay. Because what's the what celebrities agreeing to dance? And like more people can sing than dance. Well, I think. Hmm. Uh, I think there's some the athletes. Uh, I've heard some Olympians rumors i don't know but we'll see well the interesting thing about all those shows is the athletes are usually like like you could jerry rice in theory in sports is like a bigger deal but like he could go on dancing you know what i mean like those shows for some reason get better athletes than they do celebrities for some weird reason Hmm. yeah i don't know why okay all right Hmm. liana you are the city what's next for you Uh, so I was just on Rob with you and Mike Bloom mm-hmm. talking about voting confessionals uh, mm-hmm. on Outwit, Outplay, Outlist. So that was a lot of fun. There's a video out for that mm-hmm. as well as uh, the, the audio. <laughs> yeah, we voted out 2020, oh, nice. <laughs> which was uh, very cathartic. And then RuPaul's Drag Race is also coming back. So Aman, Beth, and myself will be getting together to record a preview podcast. That'll be out sort of the last week of December. And then we have a very special guest. 
for episode one of RuPaul's Drag Race season 13. So I won't say it now, but uh, we will get there. I'm looking forward to it immensely. Okay. Sounds like you're bringing out a heavy hitter. A heavy hitter for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, can't wait. Yes. Can't wait. Okay. All right. And then Akiva, the host of three and a half podcasts. Well, what's next for you? Um, we did a double episode on uh, NGOG. Yes, and, the big uh, a big did- episode uh, that some some would say that's the episode of uh, the new new girl in which the series arrived. Yeah, that's what people were saying uh, with Dermot Mulroney. Um, we did a very fun uh, actually on Thirty Two Fans. We did a very fun NBA draft this week where we drafted um, basically players for the next decade on on like a series of criteria to see like who will be the be- the best. NBA players by 2030, like using the stats from 2020 to 2030. People really like that one. Uh, We had three people. We did a 16 team uh, each draft. Chester loved making those charts and he's going to love tracking it. I bet he updates that chart every day after every game instead of just after every Mm -hmm. season for the next 10 years. Just the Mm -hmm. idea of giving him another 10 year chart excited him. Uh, And uh, so NGOG, 32 fans, Robin Akiva Nita podcast. Um, eh, That's about it. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we had so much fun here today. Liana, thank you for joining us to watch thank the Star Wars holiday special. This was <laughs> thank uh, yeah, you. such a it, highlight for me. Really was. Yes, this this was a fabulous holiday gift. You know, I'll <laughs> always think about lumpy and itchy. <laughs> and, um, you know, the VR machine, mm-hmm. the musical interludes, <laughs> yeah, all of the that. The guy together. with, uh, Puya, would, would you like having a hole in your, the top of your dome where you could pour <laughs> drinks into? What dome? Which, what's the like, dome? Uh, just like in, in the top of your head, okay. would you like it if there was a hole, like a blowhole that you could like, uh, put a Slurpee into? Like as a holder or as a consumer? Like it consumes. Oh, you think about it, it's also a cup holder. Yeah, I don't no. know. I don't know if I, if I love this because as a, as a hat wearing person, I'd have to like de hat every time I wanted to utilize the <laughs> hole, mm-hmm. which would be a problem for yeah, me. Yeah, but like think about like at college parties where you know people get the funnel out and it's you know so they get the tube, everyone puts their mouth on it. You just like uh, like shotgun a beer right into that thing. <laughs> I could be convinced. I'd have to try it out. Yeah, keg stands would be would be interesting. Yeah. He must be a regular because B. Arthur had a watering can ready to go right for mm-hmm. that guy. Where everybody knows your name, the cantina. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pour a canteen right into the, that guy's head. All right, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. I think we really need a podcast. But I'd need your help. Can we finally seal the deal? I think we do. We need a podcast. But that's not enough. We have nothing if we don't at least have a small idea. For this weekend, let's just pretend that we know what will be coming up next. Rob and Akiva need a podcast. I got one more podcast to do. I bet Mira's happy that I get to do two. I got one more podcast to do. I'm just happy that I get to do it with you.
Listen, Akiva, I'm sorry I peeved ya. But you know it's all in good fun. I never expected we'd all be objective. Now this new podcast has begun. And are you a moron? You think that I'd move on? Leaving was never my plan. You act like an ass hat, but of course I'll come back. Rob and Akiva need a podcast, and they need your help. Can you make it onto the wheel? Rob and Akiva need a podcast. Yeah, they'll buy or sell your ideas. They'll talk about it till you've gotten your fill every weekend. Better attend. You can guess what will be coming up next. Rob and Akiva need a Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.